we're back with this goddamn fucking Yeti again. Yeah. So, I'm uh, upset about that. Uh, that's, as, as you might know, I was like, I got the Rush Limbaugh mic. I'm, yeah, that's gonna be fucking awesome. Well, no, this little piece of shit fucking thing here, I gotta replace it with a more expensive one. Uh, it'll be better, probably, I hope, and hopefully that's gonna fix the problem. It was working fine yesterday until yesterday evening. I was like, I'm gonna play a game real quick. That's what I'll do. I'll stream a game, and then I'll go on Not Funny, and that's, uh, by the way, next episode of Not Funny, I'll, I'm on there again. Very, uh, uh, cool group of guys, the Coconut Crew over there. Uh, but yeah, I just decided it's just gonna go... Eat shit, Brian. Fuck you, Brian. And uh, yeah, so I, and I, I was like, "Fuck, what could this be?" And I go to Sam Ash, which like, who goes to music stores? And the guy who worked there, by the way, fuck you if you work at a music store in 2019. Like, I, I wanted to just pull my dick out and just piss the words Amazon onto the fucking floor. But they didn't have any of the shit that I wanted, so I paid twenty dollars for a twenty-foot fucking XLR cable that. I don't even, that's not even what I need. And when am I going to go 25 fucking miles out into some weird place outside of Cincinnati that I never fucking go to? So that's down the drain. And then I just came home and ordered the shit that I think I need on Amazon. So that'll be here Tuesday. So maybe on Wednesday, I'll have the RE20. But it might do the weird, uh, loud noise thing tonight because it is Saturday. We are trying out our weekend co-host. And I've got a familiar voice here. You know him from the Daily Brap. And it's not Joe the fucking Boomer. It's Brosif. What's going on, man? Oh, not much. You know, you described it well. Life sucks. Uh, that's pretty much it. Just everything sucks, really. It's fucking garbage. It's raining outside. It was like, hey, summer's here, Bryden. Except it rains all the days that you don't have to work. <laughs> fucking, oh my God, I'm so mad. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to unblock that uh, Tweets from God account and just start yelling. You're like, this is somehow your fault, Jewish fella. <laughs> Hey, isn't he like a former writer for the the John Stewart show or whatever? I have no idea. Spicky knows all about this guy, but all I know is he's like a 48-year-old Jewish man who pretends to be God on the internet, which is like, oh, all of them. So it's, <laughs> it's bizarre. It's fucking strange. I don't know anything about that guy, um, but I don't even know why he, like, he, he was pissing some people off. Somebody was trolling him, and then, like, he, he quote tweeted Sean for some odd reason. And then it just kind of all dogpiled on from there. And people were reporting his tweets. The guy can't get suspended for some fucking reason. He has 5.9 million followers. Oh, yeah. And in his bio, he's complaining that he's not verified. Meanwhile, he was tweeting out things that were literally like, I want this guy to eat a bullet and things like that. Mm. Uh, like, I don't know if you're allowed to do that on Twitter. No, the not. old, the old Neelan, <laughs> uh the old Neelan tweets, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. How funny would it be if, like, the God account actually was fucking Paul Nealon and we just didn't know the long con all along? Well, you said it was, like, a 40-something-year-old Jewish guy. Maybe it was uh, Bola Americana or whatever his mm -hmm. name was. <laughs> maybe, maybe the whole time he's been running that. I just, I, like, how do, you, I, how do you run a 6 million fucking follower, like, novelty mm -hmm. account and then just, like, tweet about Brexit? All the time. I mean, it's just 
what an what an abuse of power i guess if that's any type of power it's like nobody in the real world knows who this fucking guy is or cares but on twitter he has 5.9 million followers i hate that fucking website yeah it's not not a great website not a lot of good people on there i gotta say well they banned all the good people like where's carlton autism yeah sadly r.i.p to carlton great great big dog i mean it's i just don't understand how people amass so many followers either i mean granted like i will just go on blocking sprees and a lot of them will be people that follow me but i'm just like that's a bad tweet or you're a woman or i just don't like any of the you know don't like your avatar so i just block people uh but like how do you i mean it's at the same time there'll be like a, a 46 year old MAGA mom who's just like tweeting pictures of Ronald Reagan and Donald Trump like fist bumping and has like 17,000 subscribers and just is like what's funny though is when they like because I swear a lot of those have to be fake I mean they'll get pretty decent engagement or whatever but I've seen some of them like try to start live streams or podcasts or whatever and I guess switching uh platforms like I you, you could you have a little bit of i mean it just seems like you should be able to carry over some of your fourteen thousand subs over to your youtube channel but they'll get like like my level of fucking you know youtube watches so it's like i just i, I don't get what they're doing wrong i know i sound like a jealous little bitch right now but i'm mostly just mad because i don't understand the point of the internet like once you couldn't say the n-word anymore the fucking internet just got awful yeah, pretty much. You know, back in the old Wild West days, back in the anarcho-cowboyism days of the internet, it was amazing. But now it's just, you know, gay pride and not allowed to say that, which hey, nothing wrong with that, I guess. I, I, I didn't know. I saw a uh, trending today. It said Columbus Pride March. And I forgot entirely that Columbus uh, is a city in Ohio. And I was like, what does Christopher Columbus have to do with it? <laughs> I felt like an idiot, but then I went and checked under the hashtag, and there was two things I noticed. One was there was people bringing their kids there, and that was upsetting. But the part that was great was every other post was this one dude who's clearly a T-Mobile employee going around, like, tagging T-Mobile and just, you know, come down to the T-Mobile booth at Pride. Like, all of every fucking one was a T-Mobile advertisement. And I just thought, you know what? Good. Good, you fucking assholes. I, I, I like that. I like that it's just now uh, more it's more corporate than Bonnaroo at this fucking point. And it's uh, it, it, that's at least a small win. You know, they just be like that. You get strangled by late stage capitalism. That's great. I like it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it, it's awesome. You know, just getting a. Uh... It's all just awesome. Everything on everything that Twitter summarizes, the people there, everything that gets trending, just a constant reminder of how terrible the world is. Yeah, it just makes you want to. Oh, but the thing is, I mean, you got to remember, though, that, like Twitter is just Twitter. It's not really the real world as much as the mainstream media likes to pretend that it's the real world. It's not the real world. Most people don't even have a Twitter, or at least people who vote or pay taxes or anything like that don't fucking have a Twitter. It's just a place to go tell Donald Trump to fuck himself or Nancy Pelosi that she's old. It's it's not a thing. It's like it's a thing for journalists or like, I don't know, does The Rock, I assume he has a Twitter account. Does he even tweet? He has a great Instagram if you ever follow him on there. I mm. can tell you that. The Rock is awesome. It's literally one time you like, like just 
tore open his hand in the weight room and was bleeding everywhere and was just <laughs> video he was recording himself laughing like oh i can't even feel it. that's how much i love working out i'm like all right you're insane <laughs> that guy could punch a hole through your jaw though man like he's oh yeah big what is he he's like uh because he used to uh way back before he was uh uh like before he was um like a pretend movie star before he became a real movie star his character before that he dressed up like an indian all the time but he's not even is he he's like uh he's a polynesian i think yeah some one of those types of what are polynesian where is polynesia what are polynesians (laughs) i don't know but they make great uh salad dressing yeah there you go just an island of of salad dressing makers (laughs) (laughs) that's all they're known for yeah that'd be cool I mean, you know, you got to do something. It's like China makes garbage and Polynesians make dressing and then um, Mexico makes drugs. And then, I mean, what do what's uh, America makes fat bitches. Yeah. So that's good. I'm OK with that. That's good stuff. It's a good deal. Yeah. So this is the uh, bullshitting section of, of the podcast where uh, I have nothing really to talk about. I mean, you got anything? I, I'm just mad. I already told my microphone story. Like that's that's what I'm heated about. That's what I'm. That's what's got me so fucking hot today. I don't no politics stuff. I don't even care about the shit that we're gonna even talk about. I'm just mad. Yeah, uh, all I have to be mad about is getting up at seven a.m. to or going to work at seven a.m. hungover as hell, uh, and then now I'm, I'm here to uh, talk to an idiot all day. There you go. So that's fun. All day. How long do you think this fucking podcast is? I, I don't. I don't know. I've never watched it before. <laughs> yeah, so you, you or anybody else, man, anybody else. But I'll just keep throwing money at it until that you know viewership return, listenership returns to what it once was a year ago. It's nice. It's great to just to rise so little and then fall so quickly. Uh, makes me feel good and accomplished, and like I'm not going to be 32 in a few months. It's cool. Great. Just keep getting Glon to donate five dollars every couple months. Yeah, and then <laughs> and then in ten years, I might uh, might be an eighteenth of a way of, of paying off the uh, the microphone that doesn't work. That's great. That's great. I'm fucking. I'm not gonna get fucking heated on that again. I'm fucking. This is this is fucking mad. Um, but uh, we got some interesting shit, I guess. Um, kind of a kind of a short stack in this episode, honestly. Uh, but like when I, uh, uh, last week when Jay Fry was on, I mean, there was just so much stuff. It was just too much stuff. Cause I made a stack for just me. Like I can go through a fucking stack. Yeah. You, know, you see it on Wednesdays. I will just go through a fucking stack, but we got some interesting stuff. Some Alex Jones news. Our friend, Alex Jones, my personal friend, Alex Jones, uh, got some Democrat 2020 stuff. Stacey Abrams with her watermelon eating teeth is, uh, back uh, but this time for kind of a good thing. Uh, reparations, that's a thing that they're going to be discussing on the 19th, but we're going to discuss it today because it's not the 19th yet. Uh, there's a pretty insidious plot to get rid of the Electoral College, and I've got news for you. It might fucking work. Andrew McCabe is back for God knows what reason. He hasn't uh, been slinging his book since February, but I guess it's only been a few months. Uh, he's crawled right up out of the shitty little pit that he lives in uh to to, to have this and then we do have some twitter news at the end uh because that's always funny i haven't even read the one article down at the end i just thought that it was hilarious so um i mean i guess that uh probably 
Probably is about what we're going to do, I would imagine. You want to go ahead and uh, pull the trigger on this one, bud? Uh, yeah, I'm ready to go. All right. Alex Jones is in uh, constant turmoil, it seems. I've never seen some guy get hit so hard constantly. Just, just constantly. But I was uh, excited about what the Alphabet Agency had to, had to say about this. Alex Jones offers $1 million reward as FBI investigates child pornography planted on his InfoWars server. The FBI has informed Alex Jones someone planted CP on the servers for his InfoWars website and Friday, the controversial radio show host offered $1 million as a reward for any information leading to an arrest. Federal authorities have been conducting a child pornography investigation for several weeks after they reviewed emailed threats made against Jones that contain links to child pornography websites, according to his attorney, Norm Pattis. Pettis appeared on Jones' show Friday afternoon to discuss the incident, but before he did, Jones went on a five-minute profanity-laced rant announcing the reward for information leading to the arrest and prosecution of whoever infiltrated uh, the infiltrated the his company's servers. Nice job, fucking uh, Hartford Current. I swear, nothing makes me more mad than you fucking retards get paid to write this shit, and you can't even have somebody edit it. We've got way better editing over at Terror House. Like, just outsource it over there. You fucking dweebs, dude. This is your job. Take it seriously. Someone is trying to set me up with child pornography, and we're going to find you, Jones said. Pattis said he was notified a few weeks ago by the company that is reviewing all of the emails InfoWars receives that were uh, that, that, that there were 12 suspicious ones that appeared to be threats against Jones, but actually contained child pornography. These were emails that if you, me, or one of your co-workers had opened, we would have been subjected to five years in federal prison, Pattis said. And it just kind of goes on like that. Uh, I... I, I'm not shocked by this. Like this is this is an inevitability. This has to be just the new tactic of of uh, the, I would assume the left, but I would imagine people on the right do the same fucking thing too. Is like let me trick you into clicking a link so that you've got child pornography on your computer, your servers, anything like that. Um, it's like I mean that's that's no joke because you got to look at like what are the who are the people that have this already. Like, if you have child pornography on your computer, uh, you're probably not a good dude. Like, even if you're just like, I'm going to use it as a weapon, you still knew where to find it. And you still went out of your way to download it, I guess, or, like, find the link or do whatever, however it's done. I, I never used Tor. But there you go. So it makes me wonder what these types of, I mean, I just, I, I don't want to wonder what these types of people are like. Because I know what these types of people are like. They're fat greasy little fucking, to borrow a phrase, goblins trying to fuck over Alex Jones of all people. Which is strange. You would think if you want to make the right look crazy, you would go, let Alex Jones just go do whatever. You think that him having Trump on has not kind of hurt Trump in a way? I mean, it it ended up hurting Jones in, in, a, in a way bigger way. 
but it's it's weird that the, I mean they, they can't help themselves. And I think too, I, I've said this before, but it's to a great degree, I think true. Way back when Rush Limbaugh was starting, there was so many attempts to take the guy out, and they failed. He's got the most listened to talk radio show on, uh, uh, I guess, ever really, or at least in that category, whatever. Alex Jones comes along and he's doing the same thing, but a little bit wackier. So you take like Rush Limbaugh and, uh, you know, coast to coast and mix them together. And there you go. You get Alex Jones and they try to frame the guy as dangerous. They did the same thing to Limbaugh. The guy is self-made. Limbaugh, again, self-made. They can't take another chance because they've got to get Rush out of there. All right. He's, he's too big of a fire starter. Uh, there's no way they can touch people like Hannity or Glenn Beck or Mark Levin or anything like that. They're connected and, and, and in with these people. Alex Jones, not so much. Alex Jones is a self-starter. He is a businessman. He is an entrepreneur and they don't like his opinions and they cannot allow him to thrive. So I would not be completely surprised. I was surprised that the FBI told him this instead of just going after him. So kudos to them. But I would not be surprised if there were some governmental actors or political actors involved in setting Alex Jones up like this. Um, on the other end of things, it could just be some weirdo on Twitter. Uh, Rosef, if you had to garner a guess, where are you leaning more towards? Do you think it's just some one-off or small group or do you think it's more well connected than that yeah, that's what i'm wondering right now because it says 12 suspicious ones i'm wondering if it's like you know one guy who obviously if you're familiar enough with you know accessing child porn without getting caught you you know how to use the internet a little bit could just be one guy going around with different accounts and everything masking who he is or it could just be a small group of antifa but it it makes you wonder that the left who hates Alex Jones enough to <clears throat> try to implicate him with child pornography, they also are the type of people who have child pornography on their computers. They're the ones who know how to access it. Uh, I wouldn't know how to access that without stumbling into some you know FBI trap website. Uh, these people, they got something wrong with them if that, that's a, a link that they're able to access pretty easily and send out without getting caught. Like, their emails were caught and screened, and, you know, Alex Jones was told, hey, people are trying to send you this, yet these people haven't been caught yet and arrested. Uh, some very pernicious actors on the left. Yeah, it's – that's I mean, that's why I think that it might be a little bit more, like – better connected people but i guess there i mean there's huge networks of these uh types of things i mean all, all the time so clearly people are able to get a hold of it i mean the, the trump administration and and it's uh wonderful department of justice has been doing a really good job of cracking down on a lot of these rings in fact i mean i didn't talk about it on wednesday but there was operation heartbreak recently where a ton uh, of child pornographers were arrested a whole ring got busted up and this is something that's been happening you know since trump has taken office it's been it's been fantastic, but it, obviously it's a it's a way bigger problem than I think you or I would even care to care to think about. Um, I just yeah, like it wouldn't. So the Antifa thing, it wouldn't surprise me, or if it was just one guy, since it is only twelve emails, would not surprise me at all. But another interesting thing about this article is if you look at it, you've got few paragraphs on what happened, and then the rest is just talking about Sandy Hook. 
and how Alex Jones is being sued. There's more on that than in than the fucking headline of it. Oh yeah, when I was reading through it, I was wondering like, oh, is this tied to the Sandy Hook case? And then when I got to the end of it, I was like, oh no, he was just the the author was just going through the lawsuit for no reason at all. Yeah, I mean, it's it it has nothing to do with any of this. It's just what it kind of set it up to be is like, and this happened to Alex Jones isn't that bad, except he probably deserved it because he's a monster. <laughs> Fucking losers, dude. I mean, it's absolutely incredible. I, I just. It's weird to me that they would go, I mean, Alex Jones of all people, it just seems like there's way worse actors out there. There's there's people with way more inflammatory, inflammatory language and rhetoric and, and things like that, and they just, nothing happens to them. It's weird. It's almost like maybe they're feds. Yeah. They're also the... The way more inflammatory ones would be much easier to take down. Alex Jones has, you know, people who screen his emails for him and look for threats. Uh, other people don't. So yeah. I don't know why they're targeting him specifically. It's it's not an easy target. It's not like a, a terribly hard target. It's not like he's backed up by a network. But a uh, weird, weird person to send threats that also have child pornography attached to those threats. That's a weird type of threat also. Yeah. I've been threatened by a few people online. No one's ever sent me child pornography as a part of a threat. I wonder how common this type of thing is going to be going forward, though. I mean, I'm sure it's already common practice and, uh, you know, a lot, a, a lot of the Internet. But, I, I mean, that's something that could easily get fucking out of control. That's... Uh, Ugh, it's just fucking horrible to even think about. Like, I, I just, I, I get pretty heated about things, but like, not that fucking heated. Like, good, good God. Like, just take a break from the internet, pal. Like, I don't know. But I guess these people never rest. You know, I, that's assuming that it's not some governmental thing. It's, they don't take a break. They don't take a fucking break at all. Ugh, I don't know. You got anything else on this one? Or you want to move over to the Democrats? Uh, we can move along. All right. From the OIWD studios, this is Right to Brighton. I loved this so much. This is absolutely hilarious. I'll play a clip here because it's just in the article. Uh, but Cory Booker hints at a proposal with girlfriend Rosario Dawson. I, I I like how that she just showed up out of nowhere. Corey's like, yeah, I'm a bachelor. I'm a I'm a bachelor. And then now all of a sudden he's dating an actress, Rosario Dawson, who, by the way, let me see real quick. All right, well, let me play this clip first and then we can kind of go into this. But um, this is from the now, if elected, show. You would be the first unmarried president. Man, I can't tell the difference between Cory Booker and RuPaul at all. That's that is that is a Stunning likeness right there. Um, the only difference is glasses. Holy shit. All right. Now, if elected, you would be the first unmarried president in a long, long time. Well, there was one before. The, the, the swearing in is until uh, the 21st of January 2021. That's you right. You never know what might happen between <laughs> That's now and right. then. Yes. Because you are seeing someone. I am. And it's someone very famous. It's somebody very special. Very special. And uh, I don't want to embarrass her because she's she's looking at me right now. Yeah. <laughs> she's looking at me. Uh, Rosario Dawson is here and yeah. she's uh, in the audience. Yeah. So let me read a little bit from this and then I'll get to what I really what I, I care about more. 
Um, uh, let's see. The couple has been dating since October after meeting at a party for former Maryland gubernatorial candidate Ben Jealous, which sounds like a fucking drag name. Uh, I mean, <laughs> it does, you know. <laughs> Hey, Booker said on the show, Dawson confirmed with smiles from the audience in the couple's first public appearance. This is their first time, their first public appearance. All right. Booker revealed to the audience that he writes love poems for the Men in Black 2 and Rent Star. So that's what I was, that's what I'm going to look up her IMDb here in a little bit because, yeah, what was the last thing Rosario fucking Dawson was in, dude? Like, she's just an aging lady at this point. I remember her from Men in Black 2 and Rent. He said he manages to find time between campaigning when you have someone in your life who inspires you as much as she does. Oh, God. You know what? Gag me with a spoon. You know what that uh, is a reference to? A period in, in, in time when Rosario Dawson was still famous. Booker opened up uh, about his relationship with Dawson earlier this year in an appearance on Ellen. I'm noticing a trend here, aren't you, Broseph? Ellen. Yeah. RuPaul. <laughs> I'm, I'm seeing a trend. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. It's just, I just noticed these things, man. Uh, she's a deeply soulful person. Isn't that racist to say that? I guess not a big black. <laughs> I don't think that I could refer to a black person as soulful. I think I would uh, get into trouble for that one. Uh, they got a lot of flavor. Yeah, yeah. They're uh, exotic, you know. Um uh, that's what that's what you want <laughs> that's what you want to tell my audience be like wow you're you're wow you're really exotic was was your dad a gi uh, <laughs> uh, she, she's a deeply soulful person has taught me uh lessons about love already so i'm gonna look up her imdb real quick uh what is your fucking analysis of this weird uh, little thing yeah i it's good you brought that connection because I was going to bring this up. Why is Cory Booker going on? First off, didn't know RuPaul had a show. I thought he was just like some gay guy on Twitter. Um, I thought he just had that drag race show, but I guess he has uh, like a whole talk show now. Yeah, I, I guess. I guess they're just giving one to everybody. But they, um, yeah, why is Cory Booker going on this show? Like, out of all the, the Democrats, I didn't, never saw Cory Booker as really like the champion of the the oppressed gays or whatever you want to classify them. These, these gay talk show hosts where he's going on with his uh, trying to embody the, the casual Obama look and, <laughs> but with a gay tinge to it. And then, uh, yeah, he's just hanging out with these people. He's going to uh, Maryland gubernatorial candidate parties and meeting aging actors <laughs> And then writing love letters about men in black too. <laughs> what the hell is Cory Booker doing? Like, I wasn't he the one who uh, did like the domestic abuse thing? Oh yeah, allegedly. Yeah. No. 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 Wait. Uh. Yeah. No. 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 Yeah. Yeah. You're right. That kind of got swept under the rug. Yeah. Yeah. I when I heard about that, I thought like, oh, okay, normal black man. But now I'm seeing like, oh, he writes love poems for crappy movies and is is hanging out with gay people all the time. I, I can't tell which side of the fence he's on. Well, he also, you remember, he, he did that. Uh, I said to look it up to confirm. He, he wrote in like high school or something uh, uh, about some groping incident or whatever. And I believe he was the guy who said something about to like Top Gun or something. But that movie wasn't even out yet. Like I, the, the guy's just a total fake. It's it's 
interesting to just watch him be like, well, it worked for Obama. And I'm like, yeah, Obama was the first one, dude. Like, it's, you know, you're not, you can't just swoop in and be like, I am also Barack Obama. It's not going to work for you. And now, I mean, look, granted, I mean, if we're being completely honest, Rosario Dawson uh, looks better than Michelle, you know, for sure. But she's still 40. And I'm looking at her IMDb here. Um, I, I'm saddened by it. Because it looks like she is going to be uh, playing a character called Becky in the Jay and Silent Bob reboot, which I'm also not sure if I'm cool with the Jay and Silent Bob reboot because fucking Kevin Smith is like skinny and vegan now. And, you know, Jay is sober. So it's probably going to be awful. <laughs> the reboot is just a documentary of their lives just to show how boring they are now they got old. Yeah, I mean, like, don't get me wrong. I love Kevin Smith. So, like, when he does stuff, I'm like, well. I'm okay with that. You know, I like Kevin Smith. I don't care if he's a nerd, but, and not in like the, you know, comic, like I'm a comic book nerd thing. I mean, nerd is in like a shitty, uh, little lib retard person, you know? Uh, I, I, I don't care. I can look past that and look at his body of work and go, yeah, I don't even care. I even like chasing Amy. I don't give a shit. It was good stuff. Haven't seen it in years, so it's probably terrible. But like, don't, don't, don't try to fuck my twenties up, Brosif. I know what you're over there thinking. <laughs> Stop trying to fuck up my twenties but i don't know she's uh she's still working i guess it looks like she was she's been working this whole time but in like short films or she was in sin city and uh, uh a dame to kill for in, in 2014 i don't think i saw that a bunch of movies i've never seen um i think she's done some like netflix appearances but yeah not really relevant yeah she was a voice in ratchet and clank i didn't know that yeah, what's the point of this bitch? I, you know, I don't know. Let me look up her net worth now. These are the things that I care about. And like I said, guys, I'm going to continue phoning in the goddamn episodes until the debates on, on June 26th. And we've got stuff to talk about with those debates here soon. Yeah, no, she's got $16 million. That's, she doesn't need the money. What's Cory Booker's net worth? Of course, I like people ask, what is Cory Booker known for? Oh, being gay. So it's right here. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah okay his net worth 600,000 to 1.3 million so yeah i i don't know i mean it just seems like you could get a better beard but maybe not i mean she is she is uh an actress she's trying to get you know back into uh back into acting and what greater role than uh a, a gay man's girlfriend that's this is her this is her most challenging role yet yeah i also assume that She's kind of realizing she's into the end of her acting career, and as if she were to become like the wife of a, a senator, a possible—I mean, he's not going to become president, but you know—in their minds, like a, a possible first lady, that's a great book deal. As you can look at Michelle Obama, so that's a good way to retire. Just write some terrible self-help books or whatever. You know, my inspiration, whatever the hell Michelle's book was, and uh, retire off that. The, not oh, bad, dude. The best. Uh, first lady book ever was uh, Michelle Obama's after she was done. It was called Becoming, and I had the yeah, picture of it. Yeah, it said Becoming Michelle Obama, and it was like this book is totally about her transitioning. And being <laughs> oh <born."> yeah, like <laughs> <laughs> it just said Becoming Michelle Obama on it. It's fucking awesome. I mean, I was just dying at that. But you know who's uh, uh you you know who's actually I guess coming up in the polls here, uh, and Trump is starting to pay attention. Dirty Diapers Elizabeth Warren. 
I yeah. yeah, I was shocked by this. I mean, like the dark horse out of nowhere. She's in third place now. I couldn't believe it. Okay, so this this comes from Politico. Trump campaign zeroes in on a new threat. Elizabeth Warren, President Donald Trump's re-election machine, is setting its sights on a new target, one it had left for dead just a few months ago, Elizabeth Warren. With the Massachusetts senator rising in the polls and driving a populist message that threatens to cut into the president's blue-collar base, I doubt that, uh, the Trump campaign is training its firepower on Warren with an eye toward blunting her momentum. Trump aides and their allies at the RNC, who initially believed their money and manpower were better focused elsewhere, are digging up opposition research. Like what? That she lied forever about being Native American? What else do you need? Look at her. She looks like fucking Hillary Clinton and Skeletor popped the fucking kid out. That's it. Like, there's nothing. She, she's more shrill than Hillary. That she's not going to fucking work. But all right. Deploying camera-welding trackers and preparing to brand Warren as a liberal extremist. The reassessment of Warren confirmed in conversations with more than a half dozen Trump advisors reflects the volatility of the massive Democratic par uh, primary and how the re-election campaign is reacting to it. The Trump team, including the president himself, have been focused on Joe Biden, yada, yada. This is fucking boring. Um, and I'm not reading all of it because it's uh, lame. Now, I'm not I'm not really worried about dirty diapers like she and the reason I call her dirty diapers Elizabeth Warren is because look at her. She looks like she smells like dirty diapers she looks like she's wearing diapers you remember when she was like uh i'm gonna try to be like uh alexandria casio keyboard and i'm gonna drink a beer and then you found out that i was married to a guy who clearly <laughs> hates me that was amazing it was absolutely amazing this lady is trying to go out here here is elizabeth warren's campaign style like if you haven't noticed here's what elizabeth warren is doing not only is she attacking Trump, but that's fine. She's assuming that she already has the nomination, and, and that's what a few others are doing as well. But she is the policy wonk. She's the policy wonk of the Democratic field. She's the one with all the papers and policy ideas, and she knows she's the one who has all of these ideas with studies to back them up that weren't plagiarized like Joe Biden. She is taking the same approach that Hillary Clinton took. I haven't seen her cry racism as much. I will say that. But it's not going to resonate with Democrat voters if you come at them with these large stacks of plans that you, you claim that you have. It's just not the way that, that they're going to work. I mean, when, when you're saying that Elizabeth Warren can take away blue-collar voter, uh, blue voters, I only somewhat believe that. At the end of the day she would have to go up against Donald Trump and she would be completely destroyed in one debate. All he has to do is start comparing her to Hillary Clinton. The, 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 the comparison to Hillary Clinton will be enough to drag back those blue-collar voters who are frustrated, understandably, with Donald Trump, given the whole lack of action on immigration, with uh, this tariff, uh, uh, trade war with China uh, that, that's hurting them. But we're subsidizing the farmers, apparently, or whatever is what's supposed to happen. I don't know. I haven't checked in on that. Has that do you know? Has that happened yet, or are they still just pushing that around? Yeah, I don't know. I think they're just talking about it. I haven't seen any actual anything metastasized yet. What? You're saying government isn't fucking doing anything? <laughs> That's crazy. They were just talking about this like a couple weeks ago. I am shocked. I am fucking shocked that the Trump administration and Congress have not done anything to help people. That's uh, it's wild.
you know. I'll keep a lookout for uh, MAGA MILF 2024 uh, account on Instagram. See if they're, you know, putting any propaganda out about it. <laughs> but I do. You, I mean, I understand the concern from like the, the you know, the, the the swamp people and the DC insiders and all of the people that I personally hate very much because I mean they're just a bunch of fucking crabs is what they are. They're just little crabs <laughs> sniffing around. <laughs> I hate them, dude. I hate them. Like, DC is such a little cesspool, a little, little fucking baby shitting themselves and smell like pee. Every one of them smells like pee. But uh, do you think that there's any chance that she can, in a, in a long term, pull away blue-collar voters from Trump? Because I just kind of don't see it. All she, all she might have with that is uh, pro-union shit. But those guys are pretty much all Democrat voters anyway. Uh, I can't see her in a, in a meaningful way taking away the the blue collar base from the Republican Party, especially Donald Trump. Yeah, I I don't see her doing it either. Um, the the only outcome that would be possible, like the best possible outcome for her, it, it just it can't be attached to Elizabeth Warren. Like you mentioned, she's she's like a a more shrill Hillary. It's terrible, but with her policies. I, I could see if she pushed the economic populism more, she could maybe peel away like a Minnesota or Wisconsin in a general election, right. but she's not going to make it to the general election and she's not going to push that harder. The DNC is going to curb that a little bit. They don't want to become the party of populism. The DNC elites hate that. Um, so she may get some appeal with the unions and um, of some blue collar people, but you know, Midwest, Northern blue collar people, but She's just not going to do anything that's going to get her to a general election. And if she were to go against Trump, she has no chance in a debate. She would get destroyed. So I, I don't see her as a threat. Um, maybe she could you know, kind of inspire some Democrat candidates to or some people who are Democrats to look more towards the economic nationalist side of things. I don't see that as a, a, a blue wave happening anytime soon that Democrats are suddenly going to actually push for like – you know, left-wing but nationalist economic policies. I don't see right. that. But, you know, maybe she could inspire some voters to think more along those lines. But she, she's no threat. I, I, yeah, I can't... I mean, let's say she got the nomination. All I see happening in the uh, in in the actual debate there is all he has to do is just compare her to Hillary Clinton. You know, it, that's it's, it's so easy to compare her to Hillary. And she was Hillary's little lapdog. For a while, because you remember she didn't run in 2016 when she would have had a better chance uh, because I guess she knew that Hillary was getting the nomination. There's nothing she could do about it, but she was backing up Hill Dog like crazy. You know, so it's just it, it, there should I, I'm sure she would resonate with some people. And it is impressive how she has come up uh, in the polls. I mean, I thought for sure she was just dead in the water, but, you know, here she is at third. But I mean, you got to look at like who the fuck else do they have? Yeah. I, it's it's a weird one. I don't see your I don't I don't really see a Democrat getting these you know middle America blue blue collar voters, especially when it all comes out about what they're trying to do with the electoral college, which we'll get to in the second hour. But uh, interesting stuff. When I will stop phoning in the damn show is when we actually have the DNC debates. Now the first debate is on the twenty sixth, and then the second night is the twenty seventh, or or is it the twenty fifth and twenty sixth? Um, no, it's twenty sixth and twenty seventh or twenty eighth. One of those. But the first debate is going to be Cory Booker, Julian Castro, uh, John Delaney, de Blasio, who I thought de Blasio was going to get barred out of the debates. I'm surprised that he got in there. Uh, Tulsi Gabbard, 
uh, Inslee, uh, Klobuchar, Beto O'Rourke, Ryan, and uh, uh, Elizabeth Warren. You notice she's not up against, like, I mean, anybody, really. That You don't see a Biden in there. You don't see a Sanders in there. Uh the closest, uh, the closest, uh, as far as I know, the closest in polling is uh, Klobuchar uh, to Elizabeth Warren because her and uh, I think it's Cory Booker are both matched for fourth. Last I checked, uh, interesting. They're setting her up on kind of the lesser night to just destroy these other candidates. Yeah, I I imagine she will kind of rise to the top. I like to see how. Um... How, how Tulsi Gabbard does in that debate because out of you know all the memes around her from the dissident right type people who are like oh she's base she doesn't want Middle Eastern wars I think out of that first debate stage is going to be just idiots on the right who are for some reason designed to support Democrats who are going to be like if if Warren keeps pushing this uh, pro tariff pro economic nationalist type of view. Uh, it's going to be her and Gabbard kind of rising to the top with any any su- any like you know substance in what they're saying. Now the Democrats don't care about that. The Democrat voters they just want to hear people cry sexist, racist, and they're going to de- defeat Trump. Um, but it'll be interesting at least that debate. Well, you know, I mean, you know what I'm kind of looking at in debate one versus debate two is debate one seems like who's going to be the VP on the ticket. These all seem like kind of VP people, um, you know, even even Warren. Um, although, I mean, she, she may get the fucking nomination at this point. I, I, I really don't know because Biden is floundering like crazy. But in debate two, we've got Bennett, Biden, uh, uh, butt gag, uh, Gillibrand, Harris, Hickenlooper, who Hickenlooper is going to get torn the fuck up because he went to California and said socialism wasn't good. And then there's Bernie Sanders, Swalwell, who's a complete gun-grabbing idiot, Williamson, who I don't even know who that is, and then Andrew Yang. So I'm I'm betting Andrew Yang is going to have a surge of support after... I mean, he's never he has no chance, but I think he's going to get a surge of support after you see him on the debate stage kind of going after uh, some of the big guys. But the only... I mean, really, the only names in there that are kind of worth a damn are Biden, Sanders, uh, Buddha Judge, and then obviously I care about Yang. But, you know, like Kirsten Gillibrand has no chance in the world. She's the one who just recently was like, yeah, abortion is like uh, pretty settled stuff. And uh, it's a equivalent to being in the clan. Yeah, the, the second debate out of both of these, that, that's a, a good take that debate ones kind of like uh, VP choices. I, I really would like to see sort of Warren, Yang, and Sanders in a debate together uh, because I think Warren and Yang would kind of show, and again, Democrat voters aren't going to listen to this, but it would kind of show a more sensible approach to the more left side of, of uh, the economy, you know, an economic left-wing view versus Sanders is just going to be like, and, and free college for everybody, <laughs> which college is gay, don't go, so... How much of how much of everybody's platform do you think Joe Biden is going to take away after that fucking debate? Like he is going to come out <laughs> against automation after that debate. He has no idea who Andrew Yang is. He's going to hear him and go, "Yeah, I thought of that. That's uh, robots are bad or whatever, right?" That's that's. <laughs> I'm wondering how much of, of of his platform is going to change after this debate just to take everybody else's bullshit. Uh, Back in the '70s, I didn't like your kind, but you know what? <laughs> 
I, I gotta say, you had some good points out there tonight. It's a three-letter word, Y-A-N-G. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. If you, I just The only thing that I want is for Joe Biden to get up there and go, Chinese, dirty niece, look at these. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I was thinking, if it'll never happen, but if it was Warren versus Trump in a, in a general election debate, I just want to see Trump come out with the engine headdress and the feathers and drum. <laughs> and <laughs> he just like beating the drum as he comes up to the uh, the podium. <laughs> that would that'd be amazing. Oh, God. <laughs> Then he just hits her with a fucking chair, dude. <laughs> <laughs> there goes WWE on it. That's how we should have uh, presidential debates. It should just be a WWE match, honestly. Oh, that'd be awesome, dude. I mean, dude, shit, wasn't The Rock? People were trying to meme The Rock into running for president for a little while. Yeah, he would be a good VP. I'll give him that. <laughs> like, you... like Trump Rock 2020. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I think that's that really should just be how we settle these things from now on. It's like, all right, so you, electoral college, popular vote, yada yada. Ooh, uh, can you arm wrestle? <laughs> that it would be great because then no woman would ever become president. <laughs> it, it would just get the biggest stupidest asshole ever that's not Donald <laughs> Trump to just be the president. I'd love it, but I I don't know. I just think separating like. Warren at, from Biden and Bernie as this uh, Charlie Spearing uh, uh, guy from Breitbart uh, pointed out when he, he tweeted this about, you know, where, how they were separating stuff is really, really interesting. I mean, the media is kind of cooling on Biden at this point. They're not even trying to to build this guy up anymore. He is he's just too old. He's not. I mean, he's polling well, but I mean, of course, Democrats are going to be like, I don't know, Joe Biden. Is there anything going to say Joe Biden or Bernie Sanders? Because like, there's nobody out there. There's nobody on their team that's really rising to the top at all. Biden just has a name recognition, and people have been gaslit to think that the Obama years were somehow good, which I can't think of one good thing. I don't remember one good period of time during the Obama years. Yeah, I, I can't. I mean, <clears throat> I'm pretty young, but I just remember... Maybe just because I was a child and everything's kind of cool when you're a kid, but like before and early Obama years, the country was all right. People weren't like freaking out every day. There wasn't like, you know, people advocating for like killing babies as governors of a state. That wasn't a thing. Uh, and then after Obama, now it's just like, oh, you know, let's just resurrect Moloch. <laughs> Well, things changed in 2012. Uh, Obama got progressively worse after 2012. And I mean, all, all of the things that, that they were doing as far as like using the IRS against the, the Tea Party and then obviously Fast and Furious. And then, I mean, just there was a lot of scandal and things going on. But, you know, the media would have had you think like, oh, no, everything is going completely fine. And those people over on Fox News are uh, complete lunatics. So, I mean, I, I and I think at this point, the party is so damn radical and pro Ooh, excuse me and progressive that like they, they don't even look fondly on the obama years they're just like why, why don't we have full communism now luxury communism with uh like no jets but just champagne i i i, I just don't know i just don't understand how they're I, I, there's nobody that stands out i don't understand how they're going to do this and i think that we're i've said it before and i'm going to keep saying it i think that we're kind of in like a mondale situation with the democrats and they're just going to put up an old dog who has been there for a while 
and say, all right, here's your shot, Joe, go do it, you know. But Joe may not even make it. I mean, I have not seen a guy this low energy since, like, I don't know, the last episode of this podcast where I just got drunk <laughs> and, like, I was like, here's how you make a martini, because that's news. Um, I... He doesn't have the stamina. He's barely campaigning. He's stealing everybody's platforms. He just, if you notice, Biden, Sanders, and Warren are all just assuming that they're going to get the nomination. That's that's just where they're at. They're just acting like they already have the nomination, which is probably a good uh, strategy, quite frankly. I mean, the, the DNC has got to weed all these people out, and the less damage they do to each other before they finally get their candidate, the better. Uh, so maybe splitting up the, the debates in this way is 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 going to do it. I'll be interested to see how long people like Gabbard and Yang uh, uh, and, and Buttigieg actually even, even last. But it's going to be a very funny day when Bernie Sanders has to uh, concede uh, his run again. I, I, I can't wait for that because that's, that's just going to, I mean, shit. Young Democrats may not even fucking vote at that point. Yeah. I mean, a lot of the Bernie bros, they, they're they pissed after the last election. Um, I would be too. I mean, I think a good amount of them just like, were like, you know what? Screw it. Let's become all right, <laughs> which is hilarious, but also <laughs> dumb. Uh, yeah, I, I don't I don't see Sanders pulling this away just because you Biden the name recognition. It's going to be too divided. Uh, but I, I don't see any of them beating Trump, so whatever. E- either way, Biden, Sanders, uh, Warren, it's going to be funny in, a, in the general election debates uh, going against Trump. That's going to be great. Well, how do you think um, how do you think Yang is going to handle this? Because like he's a pretty level-headed guy. Uh, I don't I don't agree with all of his policy proposals, but he's a well-spoken guy. Uh, it'd be funnier if he was like, I am Andrew Yang. How are you? <laughs> oh, that'd be great. I if don't he, like their robots. <laughs> they make over there in China. They piss me off. They take the job away from you. The best one would be if it were uh, Yang versus Trump in the general debates, and it was uh, Trump came out with the engine headdress, and Yang came out with a rice farmer hat, one of the little uh, straw hats. <laughs> he was carrying a rickshaw behind him. I would love that. Um, I, I am Andrew Yang, and I approve this message. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck, why aren't they all cartoon characters? <laughs> Donald Trump is a fucking cartoon character. Get on fucking board, DNC. You got to do this. Just give oh, me yeah. the most ridiculous asshole you've got. Sanders is pretty ridiculous. That's great. He's just like, everything is free. I, <laughs> I pissed my pants. I don't know where I'm, I don't know where I'm at anymore. I just want to be president because I got so much, so much attention from young girls. You know how much my people like that? White people, I mean. <laughs> and, uh, uh. God damn, like, just, just give us the most ridiculous fucking candidate that you could ever send, you know? I mean, just uh. the, the biggest retard fucking lunatic cartoon character you could send. And then it might make it kind of a toss up because it's like tons of people voted for Trump because they were like, that's hilarious. They voted for him because he was funny. I mean, a lot of the immigration stuff resonated, all of that. Clearly, immigration is the biggest issue among fucking voters, even uh, even a big part of the Democrats. It's a huge issue among them. Now, it goes completely ignored. But, hey, there was definitely a percentage of people that voted for Donald Trump because he's fucking funny. And, you know, the, the, the left is just not funny anymore. I mean... 
I, it's, I, I don't know. I will vote for a Democrat if they say the fucking N-word. That's it. Dude. <laughs> just on the general debate stage, just drop a hard R. I, I'd respect that also. I'd probably give him my vote. Beto O'Rourke just looks over and, and he's like, <laughs> hey, Corey. Uh, yeah that'd be fucking awesome dude oh i'd be so down for that but it's i mean you get these other goofballs in here like hickenlooper cannot connect with the base swalwell is just straight up like threatened to nuke people with guns uh you know nobody cares about de blasio even people in new york hate de blasio they're like yeah you're a horrible fucking mayor fuck you you know it's i don't even know how he got in there i heard he didn't he wasn't going to be able to qualify for it but you know what are you going to do uh yeah. And then Amy Klobuchar, the only reason I like her is because she apparently is just a complete cunt to her staff, and I think that's funny. <laughs> that is, yeah. If if you're you're working on like a political campaign staff, you, you deserve to be mistreated. So that's awesome. Yeah, if you work in politics or even like politics or talk to politics, and I, I even mean you guys that listen to this show, um you, you fucking suck. Like you're just a lame person. Like nobody cares, dude. Nobody gives a shit about politics. Donald Trump won already. All right. Now it's time to go back to fucking, you know, watching interracial porn and, and going to pride parades. Okay guys. So just fucking knock it off. Uh, you got anything else on this? We're almost at the, uh, one hour mark, but, uh, we got to get through this. Uh, this well, you did stuff. say, well, how I thought about Yang. I pretty much, yeah. uh, I think he's going to be sort of like a Ben Carson in the 16 debates. Like he's going to have some decent points, but he's just going to be a background candidate. No one's going to really care when he says like, they're going to agree with him and say, okay, that's a good point. But, and yeah, his, uh, his popularity will surge a little after the debates, but not much. Uh, it's, it's, it's sad, but I just don't see him going anywhere. Well, you know, it'd be neat. He ends up just working for the fucking Trump white house. Like it just in some weird department somewhere. I mean, I'd, we should just petition for that shit because he does have some good ideas. I don't like his like social credit score ideas or whatever, but I like he's like wants to bring malls back. Like, hell yeah, malls. I mean, like, when was the last time, you, you know, how often do you get to have fucking dipping Dots, dude? Like, you don't unless you go to a fucking theme park or, or a carnival or something. There's no dipping Dots, but there's dipping Dots at the mall, my man. Dippin' Dots at the mall. I'm into it. You probably wait. You're probably too young. You didn't hang out at malls, did you? I didn't hang out. I went to him to buy stuff, but no, I didn't hang out at malls. Oh, man. Different time, man. Different time. When I was, you know, 14 through probably 16 or so, you know, those were good good years. Going That was back when malls had stores in them. Uh, yeah. Now they're just big-ass empty buildings, and it's like, here's a lady footlocker and a Macy's. Like, I like well, I mean, malls now are just like, uh, here's a Macy's and, um, you know, a Panda Express and uh so, sabaros and then like there you go everything else around it is just like where if you're there late at night you run the risk of being mugged or raped yeah it's great it was a good spot for skipping school because it was right across the street from my school which is a terrible location for a mall for a high school but yeah. other than that no i didn't really hang out there i don't really care about malls but yeah that's cool i guess bring back malls sure all the all the old people like that reminisce on their younger days zoomers don't care well dude it'd be great if like eb games like uh came back you know oh yeah that, that'd be awesome that's it back but back when people had to leave their house to buy things um like when was the last time you even went to a fucking GameStop? oh man like three years ago probably yeah it's like you just do that shit like, I, like i broke a controller and needed one and I, I didn't want to go to best buy so i just went to, to GameStop. 
Well, like, I mean, that's like today. I, I was mad I had to go to that fucking Sam Ash. Uh, you know, it's a music store. I, just to get a fucking... I was trying to get all my shit. They didn't have anything I needed uh, except this fucking XLR cable, which, you know, wasn't even the thing. I was just mad being there. Like, just hearing people play drums and guitar, and I'm like, you fucking... You suck. Your band sucks. I hate you. Like, I just want this to be now and on the internet. Like, I mean, getting... Th- I just... Oh, it was, it was terrible. I, who the fuck leaves their house? If you leave your house, then you made bad life decisions, dude. You don't need to go out there. What's out there for you in the world, nerd? Nothing. You got to be here on a sad. I'm I'm I, I'm sad that there's more people. Uh, there's not more people. You know, just just hanging out on a Saturday night during the summer. Like they're out there, bro. So if they're out there, like with their families and barbecuing with their neighbors fuck you nerd come and watch some guy and and his buddy talk about uh you know shit that we're totally qualified to talk about definitely while getting drunk yeah hell yeah all right uh wait uh, let's fucking do the yang thing still i i I, uh, how many i mean how many questions do you think each of them are going to get asked because you remember during the debates in 2016, and this is a common thing, um, where, like, more candidates get more speaking time. I mean, I think they will probably just largely ignore Andrew Yang. They're going to ask him about the $1,000 a month. They're going to ask him a little bit about robots. And then they're just going to focus on Biden and Sanders. They're not going to give anybody any speaking time. Yeah, that, I, I'm expecting that as well. Um, probably going to be probably like six categories of questions, something like that. And like three questions per general category. Um, and then like, you know, split that up to the main candidates, main candidates get pretty much every question and the lesser candidates get like a half as much. I'm guessing something, something like that. They, they just don't really care. I mean, they're, the, the DNC does not want these lesser candidates to have the stage, though. They're only there because of the rules. If they, if the DNC could just be like, uh, all the people we want are up there, just be Biden, Sanders, maybe Warren, butt gag. That, that's about it. I mean, we're not far off from that happening. You know, they're saying they're not going to do anything with Fox. You know, Rachel Maddow is going to be uh, oh yeah one of the moderators. I can't wait for that. It's just like, and those six categories, like three of them are going to be like, how much do you love gays? How much do you <laughs> love blacks? Uh, yeah, why, sh- why should we just abolish borders entirely? Um, how much free shit are you promising to give? And how can you beat Andrew Yang on his $1,000 free shit that he's offering? And and then there's one more that's just going to be a freestyle question where it's going to you know be like uh, the, the guys from the Breakfast Club come over, it's just like Charlemagne the God, just fucking he's a surprise moderator, and he's just like he's like I see you, Liz, with your lying ass. And then- <laughs> uh, Maddo's just going to like pull out a child that was just born and like hand each candidate a knife and be like, "Are you willing to join the DNC for real now?" <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> and they're just gonna—they're just gonna be like, "Yeah, this is normal now." People are a couple people are in the, in the audience are gonna be like, oh, and they're gonna be like, "Wow, you're not open-minded." <laughs> <laughs> oh god, let's uh, let's get this Sarah Sanders thing out of the way real quick before we break. It's the right, it's right, 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 the home of C-SPAN nationalism. So, uh, you are probably aware of this now, and we were all sad to learn the, it was an inevitability, I mean, it's been a long time coming, it was rumored in, like, December of last year, Sarah Huckabee Sanders is leaving 
as press secretary. And this is, I mean, this is incredible. She was there for three and a half years. Do you know, like, that's basically, she's reached Methuselah status when it comes to staying with the Trump administration. Do you guys remember Rex Tillerson? He was Secretary of State. Do you remember Scaramucci? He was there for a week. I mean, these people, they come and they go and it's its its whatever. But Sanders, who replaced Sean Spicer, uh, who was just frankly just not up to the task. Uh... <laughs> Sarah Huckabee Sanders uh, was killing it. But the best thing that Sarah Huckabee Sanders did, she hadn't had a press conference in three fucking months, dude. She was like, all right, we're not doing these fucking press briefings anymore. Not every day. This is stupid. This is, I am so tired of seeing Jim Acosta just wave his fucking dick around and like fight over a microphone with staff. It's, it's, we're, we're not doing this. And the reason behind it is great. I mean, honestly, I don't think that Donald Trump needs a press secretary. Why the fuck would he? He's got Twitter and all of the stuff, I mean, all the time. How often does he just wander out into the fucking Rose Garden and be like, hey, what's going on? Um, fuck CNN. Just so you know, I'm still president. It was a witch hunt. Presidential harassment keeps going on. I know you keep reporting all that stuff, but I'm still here. You guys are bitches. It's fucking amazing. I'm just out here, really. I'm going to come out here totally nude sometime. My last day, you guys better look out for it. <laughs> I'm going to fucking rape all of fucking CNN. On my last day, I swear to God. And then you know what? My predecessor, who I'm already working on, it'll be Mike Pence. Fuck it. He'll pardon me. It'll be fine. It'll be like, you know, it's, it's fine as long as it was straight rape. If I rape a man, I mean, he'll hang me because that's coming once Pence is, is, is president. That's coming. Don't worry. Uh, it, it's uh, He doesn't fucking need a press secretary. And I thought it was incredible because the press was mad. The media was so mad. They were like, she hasn't done these press briefings. The whole point of it was so these people could get up there and make the news. They're trying to do gonzo journalism. Do you think Jim Acosta is not going to write probably one of the funniest and best books that I will definitely fucking make an exception on my reading is for dumbasses thing and fucking read his book when all of this shit is said and done? It's going to be incredible. I cannot wait to hear Jim Acosta <clears throat> embellish everything and act like he was a giant hero. It's going to be awesome. Reminder, Jim Acosta's son calls him fake news, and that is hilarious. But I am sad to see Sarah Huckabee Sanders go because she was up to the task. The press is brutal in these days. They're, they're, they're horrible. And Sarah never took their shit at all. She basically called Jim Acosta a retard on a daily basis. It was incredible. And... The media, of course, was was celebrating. They called her a liar a thousand times and all of this. But, I, I mean, who cares? They kept bringing up the Mueller report with this vague thing where she's like, Sarah Huckabee Sanders said to the press that uh, FBI agents had told her this or that and the other. And she was like, oh, that was not true. And it's like, yeah, uh, aren't you the same guys who, like, made your report based on the, the Steele dossier? So I'm not really, I don't really exactly trust you guys. Also, uh, who gives a shit? Like, I, 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 I don't know. I just, I find it hard to, to give a shit. Sarah Huckabee Sanders is the ugliest woman that I have respect for. She looks like, I mean, she looks like the end of a big toe, dude. Don't get me wrong. She's an ugly bitch, but she's tough as nails. She, I mean, she looks like Mike Huckabee is what she looks like. Good, good, good grief. She looks like Mike Huckabee in a wig. It's, it's, it's pretty terrible, but I love me a Huckabee, man. I do. Uh, I do hope that she goes and, and runs uh, for governor of Arkansas. I think that'd be great. She'd be a great governor. And I think she'd have a fighting chance down there. But, you know, what are you going to do? Uh, it's an end of an era. It'd be neat if we just never had the daily White House press briefings again. Because it's like now all these people are paying all of these journalists to stay there in D.C. to go to these things they haven't been in for three months. Uh, and they're going to get fired. 
And if you're a journalist, I hope you lose your job forever and you have to go work a real job like the rest of us. Because that's ultimately what you need to do is find some skills and uh, work like the rest of us. But they're considering, apparently, bringing back the, the press briefings. I have no idea who's going to replace this lady. I don't know if anyone can. Maybe Donald Trump will just go out there himself and go, um, listen, no questions. Thank you. That's a daily briefing. Turns out we're doing a tremendous job. Uh, witch hunt. Check my Twitter. Follow me on Instagram as well. And then just fucking leaves. But, I, I mean, I don't know, Brosif. I, 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 I'm sad to see Sarah Sanders leaving, but you knew it was going to happen. I mean, nobody stays in this administration for that long. I mean, it's a hard job. They hammered her. They, 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 they went and harassed her at restaurants, all of these things. I mean, and she's a strong fucking lady. I mean, I, I don't think, uh, you know, Spicy was fucking gone after a while, like real quick. You know, but they also had him doing two jobs at once. I mean, th this administration is kind of a mess when it comes to getting people to do shit. But what are you going to do? Yeah, I I think that um <clears throat> the press secretary for the Trump administration, it's shown that the Trump administration is pro-LGBT. The the first press secretary was a lesbian, Sean Spicer. And the, the next one was another lesbian, but a butch lesbian, uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders, named after two failed presidential candidates. Um <laughs> I just love this one quote from the article that uh, apparently she told the Christian Broadcasting Network that God wanted Donald Trump to become president and that uh, it's biblical to enforce the law. So she's very based. Um, I do. She she was great. It's sad to see her go just the way that she she basically man like not physically, but verbally manhandled Jim Acosta, just bitched him out on a regular basis. And then they were like, you know what? We're not doing this anymore, which is great. Just don't engage with the press. That's. That's what everyone who is – if you're political online, you're dumb anyway, but don't talk to the press ever. Like Thank if you, you. Uh, if you ever are for any reason not an anonymous account online and the press reaches out to you, just tell them to fuck off. Uh, yeah. I, and that's basically, that's basically what Sarah Sanders did as the press secretary of the White House, which is an awesome thing to do, just to tell the press fuck off. That's, that's a baller move. <laughs> it was like uh, – uh, <laughs> Okay, Jim, what is it this time? Jim Acosta, CNN. She's like, okay, retard, next question. <laughs> Just fucking, I mean, it's, Sean Spicer did an okay job of trying to fuck with the press, but like, he was just not up to up to par for that. And he was working two jobs at the time, but I, I just don't see how anybody can replace her. I mean, like, who are they going to bring in? Like Jesse Ventura? He's a Democrat, you know? I, I don't, I, like, I just, I mean, they're just going to like, Alex Jones. That should yes. be the next one. <laughs> oh, that God. would be amazing. Yes. Good evening, everybody. Uh, good morning, everybody. It's great to be here. Um, let's let's just go ahead and kick this thing off. The president is uh, doing a tremendous job. He's working with Korea at the moment. Uh, he also wanted me to tell you, Jim, that you're a faggot uh, <laughs> and uh, you're demons. You're all demons. Um, it's. I, <laughs> <laughs> the, I mean, those those fucking those uh, uh those briefings got so out of control and so ridiculous that Mike Cernovich got a fucking you know, was able to be there. Uh, I, I forget which one, but uh, like Mike, I, I probably could have gotten a press pass. Probably, yeah. <laughs> it was yeah, it was ridiculous. Just anyone was allowed in. There was no control over the questioning. You know, Jim Acosta, and it was overblown, but, you know, for propaganda purposes, so good job at the right doing that. But Jim Acosta literally, like, grabbing some intern, some, like, 90-pound little 24-year-old out of uh, American University White House intern, and just, like, grabbing the mic out of her hand and pushing her <laughs> out of the way. 
I kind of wish he had been more aggressive though, and just like throwing an elbow to the jaw. He just just elbows her and just just starts (laughs) kicking her, and he's like, "You gonna get it now?" And just just (laughs) fucks her, dude. (laughs) Oh, that it would be great if the Breakfast Club was there and they had fresh passes. They would just be like, "Listen, bitch, you ain't gonna take no mic from me." Oh God! But I mean, it's funny that uh, you'd bring that uh, that whole incident up because people were like, "He assaulted her," and like she was grabbing the microphone. It was like, yeah, actually, both those things happened. But I'm on the side of the fucking you know White House staff who's like, "You've been told that's enough. You don't get to you know whatever." Uh, and I don't know. He didn't assault her, but like she wasn't wrong for grabbing the mic either. It's like Jim Acosta is not to be respected. And anybody who pretends that they respect Jim Acosta, like, you know, the Krasensteins, press F for the Krasensteins, uh, <laughs> you know, I, like that, that they're lying. They don't respect this guy. They think he's a spectacle, you know, and, and that's what he is. And that's why his book's going to be fantastic. But I'm sure he's going to have nasty things to say about Sarah Sanders. And it is funny that you see the left talk about how ugly she is. We all know she's ugly, but I thought that you're not allowed to do that. Why don't we acknowledge that Michelle Obama is ugly as piss, too? All fucking Michelle Obama is is Sarah Huckabee Sanders in blackface. Like, really, they're built the same. They've got the same caveman face. Let's just be honest here. They're both ugly broads. It's weird that anyone would sleep with them. I whatever i mean it's just i don't know i'm mean, i'm gonna be sad to see her go is i she, she maybe she'll go start a radio show i don't know that'd be great she's got that face you know it should be great you don't want to see her on tv anymore good god yeah i i do want i don't know what job it would be I, I, but i would like to see her engage with uh cnn journalists more just to see her just berate them and bully these uh these grown men That'd be hilarious, but I don't see any position where you can really do that. Well, if we lived in the perfect world where everything was pro wrestling, she'd have a job over at CNN and just call Don Lemon a gay <laughs> N word. Like, I mean, it'd be like now here's the thing, Don. Uh, here's the thing, Don. It turns out that I looked into you, and you're a giant homo. So uh, I don't know why you'd even want to talk about Donald Trump because I thought, I mean, unless you want to have sex with him, because I hear that you're a bunch of fucking pause degenerates anyway. And then you know, just like uh, you, you get. To, you get Chris Cuomo comes out there with a fucking uh, steel ladder, hits her in the face, you know, and then uh, shit. Who else? It'd be like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's Sean Spicer. It's Sean Spicer. <laughs> he came back to reclaim the title. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, I, I love doing my fucking uh, was it J.R. My J.R. voice. The guy, guy who had a stroke. Who's like, oh, jeez, it's the Undertaker. Ah, oh, I lost it that time. Oh, well. Whatever. We got anything else on her? Do you want to, uh, we're about 11 minutes over on our first hour, but that's fine, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, okay, who am I kidding? Gentlemen, um, <laughs> you want to go ahead and uh, we, we go to break and then come back? Yeah, that's fine. All right, guys, we will see you here in a little bit. We've got the majority of the stack to go through. Uh, a lot of a lot of black people. Um, but, uh, hey. What do you want to plug here, Bros? If I'm pretty sure everybody already knows, but you might as well get it out of here. As is courtesy for podcasts. Um, yeah, just Daily Brap, the Daily Brap on YouTube at Joe the Booma and at Irony Brosif on Twitter. Uh, that's about no, it. No, no, you don't get to plug Joe the fucking Boomers. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, everyone go to Squatty Potty. Just Google that and buy one of those. Yeah, that's true. That's I I swear by that. Um. You got dumb.
said we're back again phoning it in i i it, it doesn't matter i just i need these debates to start and i need you people to be interested in fucking politics again and, and you're not understandably so pretty burnt out they didn't usually people get a, a four-year break uh but then donald trump came along and then the world went crazy but uh th this is an interesting one this comes from breitbart stacy abrams urges hollywood executives not to boycott georgia over abortion law Former Georgia gubernatorial candidate Stacey Abrams said she had a really solid meeting with film industry executives, which is weird, right? That's, like, strange. The, I mean, that that's odd, right? But fine. Uh, this week, urging them not to boycott the state over its law restricting abortions when a heartbeat is detected. We had productive co uh, conversations with execs, showrunners, actors, and more. If companies hashtag stay and fight, we can save jobs, build power, and most importantly, protect women. While the call to leave resonates for some, we must leverage the time before a final determination to lead. Uh-oh, where's the other tweet? Uh, there we go. Uh, business relies on predictability. Too many companies will face growing uncertainty in our healthcare environment. This forced, uh, this forced pregnancy bill targets women, but every Georgian is at risk if we lose doctors, jobs, and billions. Abrams seemed happy with the result of the conversation, according to Atlanta CNN affiliate WSB, uh, WSB TV. It was a really solid meeting. I was very excited. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't do that right. It was a very solid meeting. I was excited <laughs> by the energy and the attendees. It was a packed room. She is on a mission to make sure those jobs stay in Georgia. She added, uh, uh, shit, that should be everyone's mission. <laughs> The Made in Georgia logo has recently become a commonplace part in cinematic credits. Over the last decade, the Hollywood of the South has hosted Marvel Cinematic Universe, the Fast and the Furious franchise, the Hunger Game movies, and many more bullshit shows that nobody cares about, like The Walking Dead. Um, like all of the things that listed, I'm just like, okay, like fucking who cares? Like the, all of that shit's fucking dumb and stupid. Like, I don't know. Uh, according to the MPAA, the uh, burgeoning film industry that uh, are there represents 92,000 jobs. Wow. And more than $9 million in film production spending. So, I mean, this was the thing that got me when the whole, like, we're going to boycott Georgia because we run everything because we hate you. Uh, I'm excited that Stacey Abrams stepped up to the plate and is being, for the first time in her life, possibly, rational about this and saying, yeah, that that's a lot of jobs that hurts people in Georgia who like probably agree with you, but they work in Georgia. Whether or not you agree with the uh, you know, Georgia abortion uh, law, which uh, obviously I do, and I'll bet uh, unless you're one of the three people that I will not name that end up listening to this bullshit, uh, most of you I would assume do as well. Um, it's nice to see Stacey Abrams step up to the plate. And, and, and I, strangely enough, a Democrat fighting for jobs. That's very odd. This is out of character. I was not expecting this from Stacey Abrams, who, by the way, is a lesbian, just so everybody knows. Uh, is a lesbian. It's a kind of an insider secret uh, and, and like has been for years. And that's why she 
uh, is not going to be so successful in politics. Um, because she doesn't want that to come out. This is a, a private thing, and I mean, yeah, the Democrats are on board with that, but not, not, not so much the ones in Georgia. They still leaves a bad taste in their mouth, like stale lesbian muff, you know. So I thought this was very uncharacteristic, and I, 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 I mean, credit where credit is due, my man. Like, I, what, what do you think, Brosif? This is. Uh, uh, I was not expecting it. I'm, I'm, I'm surprised and uh, in agreement with her. Uh, I think the only reason she's doing it is for family's chicken and waffle business in Atlanta. Gets a lot of business from the Hollywood types. Mm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, it, uh, it is good that, you know, she would step up. It, uh, not, I, I was not expecting this from her. I don't, I don't really see what she's getting out of it. Maybe she just actually kind of gives a, a small shit about her own state. Uh, other than that, uh, yeah, I mean, that is, I don't, I don't see how 92,000 people, I'm sure most of those jobs are Democrat voters, keeping them in the state is good for her party, you know, if they have to move out That's after they lose their job. Point. That is a great fucking but point. I don't see, uh, 92,000, I mean, it could sway some elections, but not much. I, it's probably just keeping that business around, I mean, if they're looking to expand, uh, I don't right. see how like Hollywood's going to take over Georgia. But um, well, they, I mean, they could though at this point. I mean, if they keep filming in Georgia, if it is a growing industry, that's where you transplant these Democrat voters into Georgia. I mean, yeah. I, I didn't even fucking think that she was that smart to. to I, I, I doubt. I, I doubt she is. I do think that she's probably I, trying I doubt to line she up to. Too. To like, she might be trying to line up like a congressional run or or a senate run or something like that because she's still kind of a star uh, among uh, the Democrats. But no, I mean that's a great point. If they expand it, that's how you get more of those voters into Georgia. Yeah, because if if they expand it to it's a nine, roughly ninety two thousand jobs right now. If they expand that by twenty twenty four, two hundred fifty thousand jobs, say a hundred thousand of those, you could guarantee are Democrat voters. That's a that's a good amount for an election uh, to have to rely on those votes. You know, you're especially if she's going to bat for their jobs. Um, you know, they're they're more likely to sort of support her or just the DNC in general. And see, this brings us back to Elizabeth Warren trying to go for blue collar voters. Uh, and like, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, I, I, I fully support uh, either party trying to uh, if they're actually going to do something like Stacey Abrams seems like she's trying to do, uh, you know, pr to protect the jobs of the people in their state and, you know, in the South and in middle America, places that are not, uh, you know, California, New York, Oregon. Uh, Washington, you know, uh, uh, shit like that. Like, I mean, I, I respect anybody who's going to try to go to bat for their state uh, and the and the people that are there and the people that work there. It's it's admirable. Most of the time, it's just lip service. But you got to think the people who were like, let's boycott Georgia over this. Who were they? You know, they were like Alyssa Milano and a bunch of fucking assholes like that. People that are not politicians. Um, so you get a pol you know you get a politician here um, if if she can be that I guess uh, a politician here actually trying to go to bat for people in Georgia you, it, it, as small as it is ninety two thousand jobs but that's still I mean ninety two thousand of anything it's like I mean that's uh, unless it's like a bowl of rice you know <laughs> like that's come on you know that that's a lot that means a lot to a lot of uh, people and she makes the great point of you know like you've got uh, like doctors. 
uh, over there because like you got 92,000 people. Well, they're going to need health care. So this is the type of thing that it does expand out. Um, I mean, it's more than just people holding a boom mic or actors or, you know, anybody doing editing or anything like that. Uh, shocked, like really shocked. I guess I just didn't give Tracy Morgan with tits enough, with bigger tits <laughs> enough credit. Yeah. I, um, I also imagine that it's sort of like the intersectionality before the right wing that they kind of imagine, you know, these, uh, these basketball Americans in Georgia, they're going to vote for the Democrats regardless. But if there are a bunch of AME and Southern Baptist churches telling them like, hey, yo, this this Democrat politician wants to kill babies, it's not going to be enough to really sway a vote. But if she's come, coming out as sort of the voice of reason from the far left saying, all right, you know, it's all right if Georgia doesn't want to murder babies. You know, we can live with that. And then she pushes for housing, welfare, all this other stuff that blacks are going to love. Uh, that's going to be good for the Democrat vote in Georgia. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, even the hashtag itself, I wonder how long they took to, to workshop that. Hashtag stay and fight is pretty good marketing. Um you know, that's I wonder when they introduced that one. But I, I'm impressed. I'm impressed. I don't uh, you know, obviously, I don't agree with her at all. But like it did just seem like a big dick power move from uh, Hollywood to say, OK, we don't like what you're doing in a state that we don't live in. So we're just going to fucking annihilate you economically. Uh, all the while yelling about Trump and his tariffs is, but I mean, I'm done trying to uh, get through the cognitive dissonance of what it must be like to be one of these people. Uh, and it's funny if you look in the like related articles, most popular articles over here, over here to the right of the page, there's fucking, you know, uh, Alyssa Milano again. Um, yeah. which I saw the funniest, uh, uh, onion article. It was Zach Braff and Alyssa Milano, uh, condemned Trump something along these lines and paraphrasing condemn Trump for uh, pivoting, uh, pivoting to politics better uh, to fix their flounder, uh, their floundering careers. So basically the whole, the whole gist was like Trump went from entertainment to politics and has done it better than fucking Alyssa Milano and Zach Braff. Uh, and just why are they political figures now? Like why? I mean, it's, it's never been more obvious that Hollywood really does have this stranglehold uh on people not in just that what we we see and consume but like downright we will try to decimate your state if you don't agree with what we say in los angeles uh i mean it was just the, the most some of the most condescending bullshit ever yeah uh these basically these these Hollywood and New York elites, they're not going to appeal to the voters, but if you get people like Stacey Abrams doing this, it's going to... Not that people give a shit about Stacey Abrams anyway, but it's going to have more appeal than fucking Alyssa Milano yelling in front of a mic at a, an angry women's march, uh, especially in a place like Georgia. What do you think about... I mean, this is a little off-topic, but not really, and it comes up every time, but uh, Alyssa Milano... I mean, you would, right? Like, I... I don't care. I mean, I don't care how old she is. She's still fucking hot. I I would. I, I had this debate in my server actually a couple like weeks ago, and I was sort of on the pro side until I saw some really recent pics of her. Um, like, you know, Inception era. Yeah, definitely. But like, I don't know. It's, it's pushing it. She's only got a couple. She's, she's only got a little bit left in the tank. 
Uh, I don't know. I'm looking at Alyssa Milano 2019. She's got those wrinkles, but like, I'm, I mean, I'm an old man, you know, so solid for you. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's how old is she? How old is she? Let me see. This is, this is the IMDB Googling podcast. Oh, she's 46. Dude. How is she 46 years old? Yeah. Whatever. That's, she can get it. I don't give a shit. Actually, now I'm looking at eh, what she got makeup on. Not bad. Well, yeah, I mean, dude, like, I'm, you know, you, you, and then you just be like, yeah, don't wipe it off in front of me. You go put that makeup <laughs> back on. That's, you know. I, I mean, did want to ask you about this article. Uh, do you see sort of a Southern strategy for the Democrats coming about where they, with this mass importation of, uh, you know, the, the blacks are going to be there. They're going to stay. And then they got many more Mexicans and South Americans coming in, right. um, sort of seeding ground to the, the conservative Christian Bible Belt people like, all right, we'll let you have your abortion. And then just pumping the, the minority vote. Uh, you yep. see them flipping. I mean, they already have North Carolina, Virginia. They, they could flip Georgia soon. Texas is going to flip soon. Yep. Uh, Alabama could. Yeah, I, I see them sort of this this solid red area area for many years. It it could flip blue in the next ten. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, well, definitely because the demographic shift is going to you know just decimate all of these areas. But the only thing that might stop that from happening is I don't know if fucking the president got off his ass and did something about this. Uh, but I I, I mean I, I, people aren't going to like it while it's happening, but. If they don't just kind of take a deep breath and wait for the, you know, do the long con, if they just rush everything, then it may not work out that way. Because if it gets worse and worse and worse, that's when people are going to just fucking freak out and be like, no, we're not buying your cookies anymore, dude. But if they were to just kind of wait it out and then have people like Stacey Abrams be like, yeah, I don't like abortion, but like, you know let's appeal to the working class. Let's appeal to just jobs, jobs, jobs. Cause that's really at the end of the day, the only thing that anybody cares about any reasonable person. The only thing that they care about is having a job, uh, having healthcare, uh, coming home from their job, having missionary sex position with their wife and hoping their 16 year old son doesn't hate them that day. That's what the average person is like. They don't pay attention to politics. They don't care about it. They think it's fake and gay and they're done with it. You know, they, they, every now and then they go and vote, but that's about it. If they could just, if they don't push their cards too much and do try to do the economic populism thing or, or just, you know, cause everybody hates rich people, uh, and just try to keep jobs around. Like that's the big thing that Democrats are struggling with right now is the economy is fucking fantastic. Uh, you can't, you, you, you can't deny that they try to they make up things to do that but you can't deny that the economy is doing great right now and really that's what a lot of people care about the number one issue of course is immigration when people are polled be they you know republican or democrat it's the democrats it's still kind of up there that people are starting to notice that but at the end of the day they just everybody kind of wants to just have money and not be poor um, so if they don't push their cards i mean they could do that but and that'll be done through demographics, you know, change. But I don't know, man. I, I something tells me they're going to try to push a little bit more than uh, than they should. Because I don't think you've got basically a bunch of people at this point just trying to outdo each other, trying to out lefty each other. Um, it's kind of like the the weird purity spiraling that was going on on the dissident right from like 
2016 to 20 late 2017 uh before everybody was like all right this is stupid and stop talking to each other because it was like racist libertarians finally realize that they have nothing in common with national socialists you know so <laughs> i don't know did i address that well i'm not sure if i even answered the question yeah yeah you did um yeah, I don't really see anything else with this. Um, yeah, good job, Stacy. Keep it up. Yeah. Proud of you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, God. You're listening to Right to Brighton. We're America, bitch. Oh, man. The long awaited talk for once again. They're going to talk about reparations. On the 19th, there's going to be a talk about whether there should be reparations for slavery. Now, that's already pretty fucking ridiculous, right? Because, I mean, I'm not sure how you'd even go about such a thing, because then we're going to have to decide who's black and who's not. And where's the cutoff? And then we're going to have to get into DNA testing, and then from there, that opens up an entire new world of shit that it's not just 23andMe. People are going to start wondering about their identity and things like that. Um, and not even to mention slavery reparations would not even be the end of it. New York Times just put out an opinion piece about gay reparations. Reminder, it's only the 15th of June. This is a long month. But it gets worse than this. It's not just that they're going to have these lip service talks on Capitol Hill about reparations that aren't going to happen, even though this is about two years ago. I remember covering the story of some little think tank, and I believe Stacey Abrams was even at it, uh, about how reparations should be a focus by 2024. And believe me, they'll probably push for it. But it gets just, it's, this is, they take something so ridiculous and then make it even more ridiculous because, Brosif, do you know who's going to be there? Uh, is, is it Tanahisi Coates and Danny Glover? Danny Glover! <laughs> Why is Danny Glover there? What? I mean, that doesn't make any sense. Danny Glover, okay, actor Danny Glover and Kunta Kinte are going to fucking be there. And I, I like... <laughs> I don't know who Tinahasi. I mean, I let me. I should probably Google this person, but like, I, I don't know. I assume they're a poet or some fucking bullshit like that. I, yeah, it's uh, yeah, he's an he's an author, author, uh, journalist, and comic book writer. He's a comic book writer. I, I, I don't. I, and I guess he worked at the Atlantic or some bullshit. So I mean, he's just some other piece of shit, right? Why is Danny Glover gonna be there? <laughs> what is the purpose of Danny Glover being there? I can only imagine that after Lethal Weapon 4, he just heard Mel Gibson say the N-word so many times that he was like, you know what? I need reparations. <laughs> I mean, it's just... What has Danny Glover even been in recently? I mean, what? it's just like, oh, yeah, and for my next role, I'm going to go talk about why I need free shit because slavery happened. I, it, I, it was a stray... I mean, it's... I, you're gonna have to help me with this. I, I it actually, was, it was weird when they brought in uh, John Dean 
you know, uh, to, 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 to testify in front of the House Judiciary Committee. It was strange because I was like, you guys are just trying to act out some weird shit. But when you're bringing in literal actors that no one's really thought about for years, uh, they're reaching just right down at the bottom of the barrel. They just found a black actor. As far as I know, Danny Glover is not big on reparations. I don't know. Did he ever? Did he? He played slaves uh, in a couple movies. A slave in a couple movies, right? I mean, I, is that it? Is that the extent of his? Like that qualifies him to do shit. I don't. Yeah, I, I don't know. He uh, he's he's black and he's uh, got some name recognition. You know, he's a a Hollywood elite, I guess. And that qualifies you to then, you know, make all Americans pay to a minority of America for something that they never experienced. I guess that's fair in the modern day. I, I didn't realize. Holy shit. Danny Glover used to work, man. He would be like putting oh, yeah. like four movies a year and shit. He's got a lot of movies. God, yeah, he is a, an established guy. You know, they ought to have instead of Danny Glover, Donald Glover. That would be hilarious. If he just walks in with his little like uh, slave pants, no shirt, doing his little chest pop dance, and pulls out a gun and just shoots Stacey Abrams and says, "This is America. <laughs> this is reparations." <laughs> that would be great. I'd be on board, dude. I'd be like, "Fuck it, give that guy more money." I buy his albums. I don't give a shit. Still, never watched Atlanta, but you know, I, 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 I mean, I, I, I'm right to say this is a ridiculous fucking concept, right? Like, there's no way that we're going to do reparations because it's like logistically doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Although I, I would love, you were mentioning earlier, like then we'd have to, you know, start doing DNA tests and yeah. stuff for qualification. I'd love if like Amren 2021, it's just a bunch of black guys who took a 23 and me. <laughs> <laughs> Like, you know, they finally, they realize their true identity. They're like, no, we was Kangs. Believe me. <laughs> I'd be so happy. I wonder if Erica can hear this. If, if she can, she should make me another whiskey sour. Um, why don't I actually showcase my actual liquor stash? Because I don't have this much liquor, Brundlefly. I never even look at the chat, but this pissed me off. Because I, I don't own a liquor cabinet like that because it's an actual cabinet. You want me to just get down on my kitchen floor and just show you a bunch of bottles that you can't even see? I, I, I'm sorry. I'm drunk now. But <laughs> Is Brundlefly I, in there? Debate me, fag. <laughs> uh, but, okay, let's look at this. I searched how many blacks are in America. There were uh, 37,144,530 non-Hispanic blacks. So... so it's a good that's, qualification. Yeah, so like that's where we get into our thing then. So it's like, what about the Hispanic blacks? Do they? I mean, do they get something? And then when we start doling out reparations for the Hispanics, because we took Texas and California and all of that, and clearly that's Mexican land, is what I, and native land and all of that. I mean, they already got casinos. Where is it going to fucking end? Like, I, I loved the idea. Did you see the New York Times article about gay reparations? Uh, I don't think so. It's it's incredible. Because it was like uh, New York apologized, I'm pretty sure, for probably the umpteenth time for the Stonewall raid where, you know, all those gays got lit on fire and shit. And it was like, you know, not a good time for them, um, which is I don't even know if that's where Flamin comes from. But I imagine because, well, it's <laughs> the world is pretty mean to people. So I imagine that's probably where it came from. But uh, like, I mean, OK, do that. 
How many times on the internet have I been like, yeah, I'm gay. Give me money. Fuck you, Andrew Yang. I want these fucking reparations. And guess what? I've done blackface. I feel... I listen to rap music. Kanye West, he's a genius in my opinion. I, I mean, I, 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 my family's from the South. I'm Irish. So... I want my reparations. Where would this end? It's such a pandering, shitty little thing for these fucking people to do. It's so fucking shitty to do this. It's funny how they're literally trying to buy votes. Like, you just see them do this. But, I mean, you're never going to see a fucking dime of it. We're not doing reparations. That's just not a thing. But they're going to get Danny Glover and Talib Kweli or whatever over there to, like, pounce about. Like, this is a thing and why it should happen. First of all, there's no reason why it should happen. You know what? You take 40 acres in Alaska and a mule, and then you can just move the fuck back because you're not going to like it. It's insane. It's a stupid thing. How would you even do it logistically? Because I was told, I was told by professors and, and geniuses out there that race is a social construct, I guess, until we're dealing with non-Hispanic blacks, which I didn't even know that was a thing. I, I, I didn't know. I mean, I guess there's Hispanic blacks. I mean, they probably got some nice asses on them. I'm sure of it. But I had never fucking heard of it. So how are you going to make the division? Are you going to have to say, you're not black enough? You're not black enough for it. That's going to be wild. Because then as soon as they start doing DNA tests and all of these things, people are going to go, wow, did you know that Jews aren't white? And that's <laughs> something that they're not going to want to deal with. It's just, it opens up a fucking rabbit hole, man. I mean, it just, uh, oh my God, Pandora's box opens up when you start talking about reparations. And they haven't thought about that because they have no intention of doing it. They, this is just, we're coming up on an election year. Let's get Danny Glover to come out here and try to get the fucking black vote away from Trump, who, by the way, Trump is doing better with blacks. Now he's down with whites. We talked about it on the last episode. But, you gotta give me a fucking break here, dude. This is the silliest nonsense in the world, and it's pandering and shitty. Like, I mean, because, like, I, and I'm not mad at black people for saying, like, hell yeah, I support reparations. Look at all of the neats on Twitter who are like, fuck yeah, Andrew Yang, $1,000 a month? You know, everybody likes free shit. Everyone wants free money. But I just, I don't get how you do it. It's just fucking stupid. It's just the dumbest shit. And this is what these idiots are wasting time on. And it's frustrating to me. Because it's like, oh yeah, what about like all the homeless people in uh, all of California? And they're like, no, that's fine. No, it's fine. They, they, they have streets to poop on. This is cool. This is it's completely fine. Reparations, though, that'll help us secure power. You're scumbags. You're bad fucking people. Like, I, 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 don't, I don't think I'm the most moral or honest person at all. But I'm not like that. Good grief. You know how often I will actually just, like, not, in my line of work, I will not sell somebody something because I just don't feel that they need it and it seems like they're not rich. And it's like, I've got a better solution for you. And I take a hit from that. Now, that either makes me stupid or a good person. But I'm not a power-hungry little fucking maniac like these people who actually look upon blacks and go, they're fucking dumb and we can just control them. Now, it's great, I guess, that Trump's doing better with blacks, but he's losing support with whites. Uh, it's a shame that we have to look in the world that way. 
but it's a shame that it rains. All right? But it's necessary. This is it's it's a frustrating thing to me that they're wasting time. And I'm just mad at Danny Glover. You don't have better shit to do? Fucking asshole. I don't know. I'm sorry. I kind of kind of uh, got to me for a little bit, bro. So I just it's it's a fucking it's a stupid thing. It's like when you see somebody like doing just something really dumb, like they can't figure out chopsticks and you just want to go over and smack the shit out of them. <laughs> You know, it's like, use it in one hand, idiot. You don't scoop it with the two hands, you fucking dumbass. And this is just what they're doing. Yeah. I, I'm more shocked um, in this article. It talks about how this Coates guy met with Obama before he left office to talk about this. I didn't realize they had um, this reparations plan, like, sort of on the ballot that early on. I thought it was a much more recent thing. No, this has been in the, I mean, this has been in talk since the fucking, uh, I, I was going to say the 90s, but way before the 90s. I mean, if you look well, at yeah. the idea of reparations, but uh, there was, I mean, like I said, like two years ago, there was this big conference thing and uh, it was funny. Other leftists like raided it and were like, there's not enough talk about black people. Uh, but then there was like basically the Wakanda conference uh is what it turned into. And they started talking about reparations and how that was the plan by, I think it was 2024, but. I might be wrong. Um, I'd have to dig through the archives. I mean, this was this was a long time ago. Uh, I just remember laughing with Spicky about it. But I mean, this is this is the plan. I mean, it literally is buying votes, and it's a false promise because they're not actually going to do it. It's just here's. I mean, they've run out of free shit to promise. They can't deliver on any of it ever. But they've just run out of free shit to promise. So you you pair the uh, socialistic. Um, uh, identity politics that the, the the Democrat Party has become, and this is what you get is the natural outcome is talks of reparations. Uh, it's just it's, it's not going to happen. Guess what? Your student debt isn't going to be forgiven either. You know, it's they're lying to you. It's it's a fake thing. You know, kind of like we all fell for the Donald Trump is going to fix immigration stuff, and instead he was like, "Yeah, I mean, here's some taxes, that tax breaks. That's great." And I'm like, "Thank you for those, but Jeb would have given me those, dude." Yeah. Although, honestly, I, I might be in support of uh, this whole reparations thing because imagine people like Straight Drop having an extra like thousand dollars a month. What, what would happen? Oh, oh my God, we haven't talked about Straight Drop in forever, <laughs> dude. I, I want Straight Drop. If you're not, if you don't know Straight Drop, I'm gonna put his thing in in the chat or just his name in the in, in the chat. It's S T R eight D R O P. If you're a new listener, you, yeah, I, I, Straight Drop is fucking amazing. And I want him to have all the money in the world. I want him to fuck. It. My man doesn't have a grill for the long, Although I think he's doing a little better now. Cause last time I saw him go live, he's got uh, donations coming in and stuff. When he first started, he didn't even have a shirt and like <laughs> he's wearing clothes. Now it's, it's nice. Straight drop yeah. is fucking awesome. Good for him. I just, it would be hilarious just seeing like, by 2024 just like blacksters getting their ubi like <laughs> they just <laughs> nike's uh stock is skyrocketed uh drug dealers are having the best days of their lives uh i don't know malt liquor sales are up it, it would be great oh dude yeah i mean if you if if, if reparations happen as soon as you know that it's going to happen, you've got to fucking buy stock in uh philip morris anheuser bush nike like, uh, just 
do it because it's like, yeah, they're going to get their reparations, but you're going to get dividends, my guy. So <laughs> it's going to be great. Like there would be a serious, I mean, that's a real thing though. There would be a serious like uptick in people investing in these companies who would just be doing better than ever. Like I, I would imagine Nike would support reparations. Like why wouldn't they? And nobody would bat a fucking eye about it because it's like, I, shit. Why wouldn't you? I mean, Anheuser-Busch, that's another thing. You know, they make some malt liquor. Like, it would be gone so quickly. We'd have another fucking... Uh, we would have a fucking economic bubble going on with that type of shit. Because, I mean, unless they're going to continue to get them for the rest of their lives, or it's just kind of like an economic stimulus for black people, like, it would be so absurd that I think it would make an impact on the greater economy. And that would be hilarious. <laughs> that'd be awesome like a stimulus package via anheuser-busch and nike <laughs> dude what if instead of uh, like they send them the reparations and it's just like all right so we can give you five thousand dollars or we'll give you for the next five years all the new jordans a 10-year supply of menthol cigarettes and a four-year supply of steel reserve <laughs> That would be an interesting choice. I, I think a lot of them would choose the <laughs> latter. I, I'd like to see the statistics on that, actually. Oh, That'd be man. a good study. Uh, Amron would probably publish that article. Um, it's just, uh, yeah, so uh, we're calling this Project N. Uh, we have <laughs> collaborated with corporations to, uh, oh, God damn. It'd be fucking incredible. I don't know. You got anything else on reparations? I'm, I'm just like, it's, it's a frustrating thing to me. Nah, that's about it. Oh, man. You're listening to Write to Bryden, a depressing dose of reality. So, Oregon signs bill giving states electoral votes to national popular vote winner. They're the 15th state to do this, and Maine is now considering this. And it looks like that's probably what they're going to do. Seven Maine Democrats flip giving new life to bid to link electoral college to popular vote. All they need to do is hit the 270 mark on uh, electoral college votes to make this a thing. It doesn't matter if, you, you, you know, you, 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 everybody votes for Donald Trump in West Virginia. Every single person. Doesn't matter. West Virginia's not doing this, but... Let's just, for example, fine, we'll just use Oregon. doesn't matter if everybody voted for Donald Trump in Oregon, who, by the way, he is uh, planning on campaigning in Oregon, which is quite interesting. Uh, I wonder if he's got a shot out there. I kind of doubt it, but that would mean that as long as the popular vote, which is really run by California, uh, Florida, Texas, and, and uh, uh, New York, but the big ones obviously are like California. You got kind of Oregon and, and uh, Washington, all of that, who just sway heavily left. Because if you look at the map, you know, the coasts are, I mean, you guys know this, the coasts are, are blue and then you, it's, it's mostly red in the middle. It wouldn't matter. Everybody in Oregon could vote for Donald Trump. But if he loses the popular vote, which he did uh, in 2016, well, the electoral votes would go to the, the winner of the popular vote, which would be a Democrat. 
And this doesn't seem fair. It seems like it's unfair, right? Because they don't have to abolish the Electoral College. They can just do it this way. But the thing is, according to the Constitution, the states are able to do this. This is completely legal. This is a totally legal process. I'm sure it will see, uh, you know, court. But this is total. I mean, it, it, as far as I can tell, being the, you know, Hillsdale graduate and uh, constitutional intellectual that I am, uh, it seems fucking completely legal. And this is kind of a scary thought because this is a direct reaction to the election of Donald Trump. This is going out of their way to try to fuck over Trump in 2020. And if they can't fuck him over in 2020, they're going to make sure that there can never be another Republican as president. This is their reaction to Donald Trump. And I want to say that it's not going to sit well, but they use their propaganda machine in the media to say, we live in a democracy, we live in a democracy, and, 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 and their vote doesn't count unless we go by the popular vote. And because we don't have civics classes in high schools anymore, and nobody gives a shit because, like I said, they just want to have missionary position sex with their wife, drink a six-pack, come home from their shitty job, uh, and hope their 16-year-old doesn't hate them that day. The idea that, yeah, popular vote. They think that that's a good thing. Because most of the people in middle America aren't thinking about how most states in the country have less of a population than L.A. County. I've lived in Los Angeles. There's a lot of people there. And L.A. County is even fucking, you know, just a sprawling thing. There's so many people there. It's very crowded. It's fun. Don't get me wrong. It's a crazy place. It's just way too expensive. And the weather's nice. And, like, it's pretty cool. You meet, like, just crazy people there. Um, but I don't want them to be in charge of every single aspect of America. Because as somebody that lived in Los Angeles, let me tell you, Los Angeles is a completely different world than the rest of America. It's nothing like Ohio. And for every day, I'm grateful for that. I like being out of, of that mess. But they, this, is, this is the new plan, and it seems very legal. And the thing is, I do think that this is like I was talking about earlier. I think that the, uh, with the Stacey Abrams thing, Brosif, I, I think that they're kind of pushing their cards uh, a little bit now. Because if they just waited... It wouldn't matter. Texas is going to turn blue eventually because of demographic shift. Well, let's call it what it is. Demographic replacement. But they may be pushing their pushing their shit a little bit too much. I do think people are going to not like this. But this may happen before 2020. 15 states. They're very close to that 270 mark. Kind of, it's 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 worrisome that like one man can cause so much of a, a backlash when he really hasn't even done anything. He's just somebody who doesn't fit the mold of a politician, and he has a, a rather rabid fan base and a supporter base here, and they know that they can't win in twenty twenty. But the whole idea since Trump came into office, everything that they do, the media, the the, the Congress. Uh, you know, the special prosecutor's office, all of that was to make sure this never fucking happens again. Because until Mueller came around, there was a real shot at things changing in the U.S. 
And now you've got the investigation of the investigators and all of that, but that supposedly won't even be done by 2020, and honestly, we may not even see that, because they're expanding the investigation, they're still hiring people, all of that. You know how slow these things run. We're kind of probably fucked, and we'll never find out really what happened. But this is a scary idea. They're wanting to undo the Electoral College, which is a brilliant idea, but they've also labeled it as white supremacist, it's upholding white supremacy, which is a is a batshit idea. But everything is white supremacy now. We know that, apparently. I, I didn't know that, but I've been told by authoritative sources that uh, apparently everything is. I think they may have a real fucking shot at this. And when they do that, we've lost. What do you think? Yeah, I, um, <clears throat> this is a, like, it is kind of a scary idea because, like you said, it, it's technically legal, nothing we can really do about it, and just a few more states, they, uh, they'll have that 270 mark, which will really screw over Republicans pretty much forever. Um, yeah, not, not really sure what they can do. I, they're I, at I mean, they're at 196 now. Yeah, I, I'm wondering if, uh, I don't think they will do it, but it'd be interesting if the Republicans tried to, like, gerrymander to the most extreme way, where, like, no matter what any uh, states that have a Republican House right now, they'll pass a bill that says, like, yeah, we're just going to give our votes to the Republicans. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, they'll find some way, like, the the... the if you House the party that got you know, the candidate that gets like three fifths of the state votes gets all of our electoral votes or something like that. It's, it's uh, HB two forty nine, the U Gay Act. The U uh, Gay yeah. Act. Okay. Um, I mean, out of all of these states uh, that that are left, uh, that you know, I mean, it's okay. So this says, uh, will the remaining seventy four electoral votes come? Right now, legislation to join has passed at least one legislative chamber in eight states. What, which of these states do you think is the, is the closest to, to go? Uh, Arkansas, Arizona, Maine, Michigan, Minnesota, North Carolina, Oklahoma, and Nevada. Probably either North Carolina or Nevada. Uh, I, or, uh, Maine, maybe, actually. Well, I mean, Maine is, Maine's close to it. I think Maine's next. But I, I, I could see Minnesota doing it, and Nevada definitely. Yeah. Yeah, this is uh this is fucked. Uh I mean d democracy sucks. Yeah. Uh and they're just moving closer towards like a direct democracy, which is just terrible. But in the like worst fashion, like just <laughs> all of these uh votes in our state don't matter. We're just giving all of our electoral votes. It's not even like an even split like proportionate or anything. Um yeah, it just sucks. Well, you know what they ought to do? Let's have a direct democracy then, uh, but let's put a little spin on it, and uh, let's do it by... We'll just get rid of the Electoral College, and then we'll call it something different, essentially. But, like, if you live in Ohio, we'll do it by population. So, like, my vote counts for 800 votes. I think that would, like, cause people to vote a little bit more, honestly, because, like, people are retarded, and you just get them to, like... You just get them to, like, say... You know, you'd be like, yeah, what do you mean? One vote doesn't matter. Well, you live in Ohio. Your vote counts for twelve thousand votes. Yeah, just like 
Republicans, the control or any uh, Republican in House states, they uh, just like <laughs> artificially create some rule where like uh, you know every vote counts for like a shit ton of votes for some reason. They just artificially create their own population. Wait, what if Something. what if they were just like, uh, yeah, we're gonna pass. I mean, this is totally unconstitutional, not a real thing. But so they're like, yeah, um, we actually we just passed a bill that said our uh, our state has a hundred uh, electoral college votes. It's like, well, what? Well, what? And I'm like, no, we just we did that. We said it. Tea party, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I wonder if the Republicans, if the Democrats do just completely destroy the electoral college i mean the republicans have to do something they're not just gonna roll over and be like yeah you won you just stole the electoral college from us wait no 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 no. what do you mean yeah i think they will do that yeah probably sadly I mean, but what, I would. <laughs> what do you mean you're giving these people way too much fucking credit that's true I, but yeah they won't get anything done but i, I want to see what they propose at least like dude the republican motto is lose gracefully <laughs> like, yeah <laughs> i mean they had a stretch of winning during the obama shit for a while but like what did they do with it fucking nothing you know it's it's it'll never amaze me uh never cease to amaze me how aggressive democrats will get with shit and how slimy they really are because it's like republicans only care about money so which means they're willing to compromise whatever's going to make them money they don't care but Democrats care about power, and they'll stop at nothing to get it. I mean, none of this ends well. It's not like it ends with them abolishing the electoral. I mean, when, when they go to a, if they end up going to just a popular vote and a national popular vote, and that's how we do it, um, that's not going to end well. It's going to be one presidential election, and then people are just going to fucking flip the fuck out. Uh, I, they're gonna because they're, they're gonna be mad. You know, you remember how mad people were that the black guy was president? Yeah, I, I recall. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's because think of what happens. They could run anybody. They could be like, yeah, this is uh, Starfire. She is a uh, transgendered POC who's disabled uh, and will be our first Down syndrome president. Like, that's <laughs> it's not going to fly in Utah, dude. Yeah, uh, I don't know about this one actually. This is, this is a doozy right here because I mean they're they're doing it and it's gonna fuck us over, and I don't really see a response right now. No, I mean, what's the response? It's fucking legal, like, and it's all a direct result of they hate Donald Trump that much. It's incredible, like it's incredible, Donald Trump got such a reaction out of them that they, 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 a plan they had been working on for, for since the Soviet the collapse of the Soviet Union now is in just full swing in full array. Donald Trump put DC in such a disarray that they were like, whoa, 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 what do you mean the people actually decided something? Clearly the rules are wrong. Like basically what this is is like it's like, no, I get a do-over. It's some kid you're playing fucking dodgeball with. He's a rich little nerd. It's what it is. They're spoiled little brats. It just yeah. it drives me insane. It drives me up the wall. And they just get away with it. And you see this limp-dicked, baby-dick response from the GOP. Obviously, the media is not covering this shit. Why would they? It's great. It's great for them. You're not going to see this on CNN. 
course, nobody watches CNN. I mean, unless you're in an airport, and then you're asking the bartender, like, can can we change this? <laughs> we put on ESPN or something. Like, it's it's incredible. Oh. Like, you know, you see these fucking retards on uh, on Twitter talking about accelerationism, like just so constantly. You know who fucking just balls to the wall does great with accelerationism? Fucking Democrats. Like, holy shit. They're just like, yeah, no, this is what we're doing now. And it's like, everybody goes, "What? well, that can't be right. And they're like, racist. And you're like, well, that isn't, it's not a conversation. And then they throw a milkshake with, at you. Is where we're at now. It's, uh, it's incredible how weak our party is. I mean, like, I mean, you were, you were at fucking CPAC. You think he's fucking, dwe- why didn't they bring the shit up? Yeah, I either don't know about it because they're that dumb or they just don't care because they're getting paid anyway. Um, or both are possible. These people are, just, they're all just sellouts and idiots. That's pretty much what the Republican Party is. I mean, it's fucking incredible. Like, I, it's, I don't know. I want to know I where the be- real nationalists are, man. Where are the people that care about America? Like, I mean, I'm pretty ironic in a lot of my shit, like, uh, for sure. I mean, hell, half the reason I'm even right-wing is because it definitely pisses people off, you know? But it's like, well, I care about, you know, my uh, not being ruled by a bunch of fucking little weenie fascists, which is what they are. They're little weenie fascists. And I have to repeat this as well. Start calling them fascists. I know that they're communists, but they hate it when you call them a fascist, and it resonates with the boomers. Just call them little weenie fascists. Like, just, just do it. You don't have to tell everybody how fucking smart you are that you know the history of communism. Nobody cares. Shut up. One thing I would be interested in, a strategy the Republicans could use, is sort of like an electoral college within a state. Like, so each district within a state gets one vote, and the popular, the popular vote of that district gets that vote. So, like, the big cities will only have one vote, and then all the electoral votes of that state go to who wins the state in their own little electoral college. Like all the rural areas will add up to like eight electoral votes within the state. And the one big city that voted Democrat, even though it's more popular votes, they'll only get one vote within the state. And then all nine electoral votes will go to the Republican candidate. But if the Democrats get to 270 anyway, then any you know whack job idea like that wouldn't matter. I mean, basically what uh, the only response to this is to say, okay, retard. You know, and just like refuse to, I mean, just be like, no. In fact, we're just, we're, we're, we're just, we have more electoral votes now. Like, well, well, how? That doesn't make any sense. It's unconstitutional. I don't know. Take us to court, bitch. I don't, I don't give a shit. Like, that's, I just, no. We refuse. Oklahoma has 500 electoral votes now. Yeah. I mean, they're just like, Wyoming is over there and sitting there with a cool 16 million electoral votes. You know? Like, like, just, I mean, ramp up the fucking stupidity. Why the fuck not, dude? And then, fucking jerry falwell comes out of nowhere and hits fucking de blasio with a chair and then we're just like this i mean this is where we're at fuck it i don't care let's do fucking wwe politics baby that's it like they're just there's a fucking point they're just oh we're mad we're gonna change the rules and it's there's clear coordination against one man donald trump and it's like love him or hate him there's never been a president that has had more shit thrown on him. This is absurd what is happening. I mean, the fact that you have the Democrats even talking about like, well, maybe we'll expand the fucking Supreme Court when one of us gets in again. That's, 
They're just changing the rules. They're like, I don't like it. Like, the floor is lava, but not for me. I have immunity. It's like, what the fuck, Tommy? You, you little faggot. You don't just get to, you fell off the couch, dude. You're out. They're like, no, this is my house. That means I get the good controller. Like, I, fuck you. I hate this. I hate him so much. The only way to, it's like when you're dealing with a fucking child and they're being a little brat. The only way to do it is just to stoop down to their level and look like an idiot too. Cause I'm, I'm into it. Whatever. Fuck it. We'll just start making up bullshit. That'd be awesome. I don't, I don't, I don't fucking care. Just uh, like, I, are you just fucking Iowa's just like, yeah, we're going to secede. It's like, not really. I mean, we're still going to do the American flag and stuff, but like, uh, not my president. It's like it just—that's where we're headed. Is fucking well. That's just called balkanization, and that's where we're fucking headed to. These people—they're accelerationists. They want to destroy America. It's insane. I say fucking let them have it. We'll do the two coasts. They can be uh, uh, America C and America B, and then we'll be America A. I'm mad again, bros. If I'm fucking mad again, because it doesn't make sense. It makes no fucking sense. What are they doing? Yeah, sounds sounds like a good idea. I actually jokes on the Democrats. I'm all for this. It's just I'm gonna switch to a Democrat uh, registration, then vote for Patrick Little, so all the votes go to him. <laughs> oh my god! Like yeah, that'd be the one benefit to a one party state is like ah, Democrats are the real racist because we're over there just Democrats now. <laughs> like that's I mean, give me a fucking break! Like I just I don't get. And the thing is, like, I want to know how many just reasonable Democratic people support this. Because I know the progressives are going to support it because they're low-information fucking jackasses who are like, well, I mean, she got the most votes. And it's like, do you not know how geography works? Do you not know how, like, cities work? You have no idea about how this works. And they're like, well, over here in New York, I'm like, you elected de Blasio! Fuck you! <laughs> fucking idiots! Fucking goobers! Goofballs! nonsense pickle breath i fucking oh my god i just can't do it this guy i mean it just doesn't make any sense how are you i mean like even when i lived in la i was like well yeah we got to take care of the people out and like where we all moved from just i mean you got i mean so if, if this does ramp up it's going to become a national debate and i think that reasonable people are going to go, well, that doesn't make any sense. You know, most of America, except for when it comes to population. But, like, even even Buttgag, when he was on Fox, was talking about that. And his excuse for it was, uh, you know, everybody else in Michigan is different than uh, the people in Detroit. So, like, why shouldn't <laughs> they get represented in shit? Like, I mean, just eat a dick. Actually, never mind. You'd like that. Eat a fucking pussy. Yeah, I, I, I hate it. I, it just doesn't make it... I'm sorry, we're gonna have to, you go, then we're gonna move on, because we got, we're kind of over, and we just need to go and do the rest of the stuff, I mean, I no, I, fucking, I'm, I'm mad, because I'm hot on this one, I'm hot on this one, because it doesn't make any sense, it's like when people are like, oh yeah, we're all the same, and it's like, but we're not, I thought that we were all unique snowflakes, it doesn't make any sense, the things that you're saying. Yeah, I don't have much else, just pretty much, I, this, this is bad, I hope that's, you know, something, I mean, it's happening, which is the scary part. I, if it was just people talking about it, I wouldn't really give a shit. I'd be like, yeah, nothing's actually going to happen. But the, the fact that they're passing it in houses, uh, yeah, hopefully we don't start seeing secessions too soon. It's, I mean, we're even going to miss, like, you know, fucking Texas is like, we want to be a country, and then now it's it, we're going to see that again. 
but it's going to be Mexicans going, we want to be Mexico. <laughs> so, I mean, just, I mean, you got to just give me a fucking break. Now I got to talk about this fucking weasel that I hate too. God damn it. OIWD presents Right to Bryden. 100% correct. 70% accurate. Can somebody tell me why Andrew McCabe is back in the fucking news? Can somebody please explain to me why Andrew fucking disgraced gotta go make a GoFundMe McCabe is back in the news? It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense here. So, I'm gonna play this clip, uh, which is pretty funny. I'm not gonna play the whole thing. You can go find this yourself. He sat down with Chris Homo on fucking CNN <laughs> and is like, uh, Yo, Donald Trump should be uh, impeached because he's got the big gay and uh, I think that he's probably a retard. Uh, so, let, uh, hear this, because Cuomo, fucking brother of governor of New York, Anthony, uh, asked McCabe this, and he kind of stumbles over stuff. Hopefully, I've got the right mark on it. I, I'm not sure if I do. Uh, I'm going to back it up a little bit. It, so, I, I don't care. This is such a fucking expensive, low-budget show. It doesn't even fucking matter anymore. Farted it in, folks. But uh, listen to this just real quick, and then... I. I why is he why is he back? Why is he back? They find that people at the top, whether it was you or somebody else, let's say oh, somebody no. else, Hold not on. you. Here we go. That investigation told that the AG wants to investigate the investigators. Do you have anything that you regret? And what do you think the chances are that in that investigation they find that people at the top, whether it was you or somebody else, let's say somebody else, not you. Let's say somebody else, not you. Let's say somebody else, not you. Yeah, that's probably because Cuomo knows McCabe is fucked. I've said for a while Comey's going to jail if all of this goes through. McCabe has been more than fucked. McCabe has been more than fucked. And he knows it, which is why I'm confused that he's back. But you get Cuomo. Let's say somebody at the top, uh, you know, you or uh, not you, not you, because he doesn't want to. He doesn't want to line McCabe up to implicate himself for bullshit on CNN. But let's continue. I did things that they should not have done, or did them in a way they should not have done them. What do you think the chances that comes up? Well, hold on. Look at his sad little fucking no pussy getting virgin little bitch eyes. Fucking McCabe, look at him. He looks like he just got his dick cut off. Like he's, I've never seen a man so distraught. He's out here because he has to be. There's no fucking, there's no, there's no other reason for it. He could have just fucked off and dealt with his upcoming legal problems. But he has to be out here because, well, you got the Mueller situation and, and, and they're going to move to impeach, which I think that they fucking might. Uh, Pelosi is not into that. But hey, what are you going to do? He's got to be here, putting his face out there, saying, I'm an innocent man. You remember, though, when Donald Trump would go out there and be like, hey, listen, uh, I didn't do this shit. It's fucking made up. It's not cool. I don't know what they're doing. Bunch of fucking, uh, you know, gamer gamer words. Uh, they they said, why, why is he out here defending himself? Did we all forget at CNN that McCabe was fired. He's a disgraced official. But here, here's his wonderful response. I hate this fucking little rat. 
I'd be very surprised to hear about anything like that emanating from the decisions that were made or the actions that were taken within the FBI. I'm very familiar with those actions and those decisions. I wouldn't make any of the decisions I made any differently. Um, And I know that we've been down this road before. We've been under investigation about uh, the events of the uh, of the Russian uh, investigation and, of course, the Clinton email investigation since January of 2017. And so far, the efforts of the IG and others who've looked into it have found repeatedly no indication of bias, no indication of improper considerations uh, in any of the decisions we made. So I'd be surprised to hear anything different coming from this investigation. Put- You'd be surprised to hear anything different coming from this investigation. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I saw the fear in your eyes, the little baby child that you are. Why are you popping up again, McCabe? Why are you out there? I think it's because it's, it's the left being arrogant. It's the media being arrogant. They know they're going to move for impeachment, so they think that they can kind of rehabilitate this guy and bring him out as a victim. You remember his GoFundMe? Oh, I was fired! Oh, it was terrible! You were, you were rightly fired, and it's great that you didn't get your pension. But he writes a book, he gets a GoFundMe, all of these things. Which, by the way, I'm going to say this again, too. been repeating myself a lot tonight, but I mean, it bears repeating. GoFundMe for these fucking people is a way to funnel money. Like, it's like, let's just completely washing money, dude. Like, that's fucking, like, obvious. Uh, if you don't believe that, you probably haven't thought about it. Because anybody, if I just say it, they go, oh, shit, yeah, probably. Uh, I have no, I have no proof. Like, I have no argument on that. It's just, like, that's what I would do if I was in that situation. Uh, you just, that's how you fucking wash money. Like, that's, that's great. But... Why is McKay back? It's got to be that fucking arrogance. They've got to ramp up these impeachment proceedings because they've run out of shit. They have nothing to run on in 2020. And God help them if they actually get found out for what happened. I mean, the Barack Obama administration straight up spied on the Trump campaign. It's funny, you get first black president and he's an absolute criminal, but like, what would you expect from someone from Chicago? Chicago, famous for all of their totally not crooked politicians. Give me a fucking break. You remember Blagojevich? They don't even have to be black to be criminals out in Chicago. Good God, they're all a bunch of corrupt pieces of shit. When was the last time a Chicago mayor didn't go to prison? Like, just give me a break. I, I I was just surprised to see a familiar face pop back up. I don't know. What do you think, Brosif? That uh, it's, it's such an odd one to me. Why are they putting yeah. this guy back into the works? I, I don't see anything special about this. I I guess they they're sort of prepping him to be a uh, you know a key witness for impeachment hearings. But yeah, like you said, he's disgraced. He was fired. He he was found in the OIG report to, you know, be in the wrong, I, I, possibly a criminal, and uh, while the deputy director of the FBI, and he was literally an inoperative for the DNC, basically, all of them were. So, yeah, I, they're just dragging him out, trying to uh, demonize Trump any way they can. 
I mean, it's just, it's just what a weird one to bring out. But I mean, they're bringing out John Dean from the seventies. I mean, they're just really Danny Glover's in the mix now. You know, I, I it's, I, it, it's a strange one. It's just like man, they're really deep in the bench now. They're really deep in the bench on this this Trump shit because it, it none of it has worked out the way that I'm sure all of DC thought it was going to. Why do you think that Republicans did not support Trump at the beginning of his uh, presidency? They thought that fucking Russia shit was real, my man. They thought it was a real thing. And they were going to go, oh, I'm not going to touch that sneaky turd. And then it turns out Trump ends up being a pretty good fucking president as far as Republican presidents go. Not exactly what he campaigned on, but as far as all things considered go, phenomenal Republican president. And we got, we got McCabe out here. When they get caught, assuming that Trump, if Trump stays in office, they will be caught. McCabe is fucked. I've said McCabe is fucked for a while. Comey, I think, is fucked. They don't want this investigation. They have to win in 2020. Because if they don't win, because as soon as they win in 2020, all of this is gone. It's swept under the rug and we never hear about it again, except for crazy people like myself as I go into my 50s about how corrupt the, the, the goddamn government is. And this was the start of the one party communist state. And I'm going to say that to you in the gulag because you're going to be there too. <laughs> I, I mean, do you, I mean, do you believe? Do you uh, do you believe these people are going to get caught? Uh, it's hard to say. You know, it's there's it's so much. Like, it's so, so much evidence don't. that they they should, but it, for so long we've been hearing. You know, I remember when the OIG report was it was reported it was coming out. They did that little like teaser trailer for it, which is kind of weird to do for an OIG <laughs> yeah. report. Um. And everyone was like, oh, we're going to get them. Coming this summer. (laughs) (laughs) The report you've been waiting for. And it's Trump going, this is tremendous. And it's like, dun, dun. And Hillary going, why am I not 50 points ahead, you might ask? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's just they've all either been ousted or, you know, the the Mueller report's over. They've there's nothing there and just no, I don't think anything's going to happen. Nothing ever happened. I'm sure some people will, um, I kind of think of it like the, uh, the 2008 housing crisis. How like one dude who worked for like fucking bear Stearns or something went to jail right. and like, that was it. I feel like it's going to be like a couple people who are kind of involved, maybe like, um, the page from the FBI, uh, well, people no, like Carter that. Page, Carter Page, uh, not Carter Page, sorry, uh, Lisa Page. Uh, yeah, Carter Page got spied on. Lisa Page has yeah. uh, immunity. Oh, really? I, I, I there's just so much. I like. I one time sat down for like three hours and watched clips from Hannity to figure it all out. But <laughs> he's so, the best like, guy for it. Yeah, no, he really is. But like, a, that was like a year ago, and since then, it's just still going on. Yeah, I. I don't see an end to it, so I've kind of become brain dead to all the names and people involved. Like the, they're all scum. The Trump campaign on draining the swamp. These people are all swamp creatures. Like mm-hmm. I would love for all of them to be, I'll just say, arrested for a more appropriate term. Right. But um, well, you know what they do to the people that are arrested for treason. So yeah, but yeah, I, I don't see much happening. McCabe's probably just gonna, you know fucking retire off this book and never be seen again hopefully like they're probably gonna realize they don't have much to run on with this impeachment crap and they're just not gonna hear from him again uh if they do keep dragging him out hopefully they all get what's coming 
Well, there's a few. I mean, it's there's a few options for Democrats here. I mean, if they can uh, really get a stranglehold on things during Trump's second term, then they could impeach. Uh, you know, I mean, it could it could be a big deal. But like, they cannot allow this investigation to happen because I I do think McCabe is fucked. I think Comey's totally fucked. But the thing is, people are going to get away with it. Hillary Clinton will not go to jail. Uh, Barack Obama will not go to jail. Um, I mean, they, who are, it's clearly all connected to, to Barack Obama. That's just an obvious, uh, it's just an obvious truth. But I mean, I, I, these low level guys, like the oars are probably fucked. Uh, McCabe, Comey, uh, and struck, I think are, are very, I mean, very much implicated in the, in, in a, a quite, when people say they don't care about all of this because they're just mad about the immigration stuff, I understand but this is also important. You know, it is something that is one of the uh, greatest attempts to fuck over a duly elected president even before he was even before he was he, he was president. Uh, when people say worse than Watergate, you know, I mean, it, it really is. It's, it's a horrible, horrible thing that happened, which means it's going to be a hell of a biopic when they make the Trump biopic. I don't know. Um, it, it it's something that bothers me like i mean the government is that fucking corrupt and the uh intelligence agencies are that fucking corrupt and they just went along with it because Hillary, they thought like everybody else hillary clinton was a was was a sure thing you know and they didn't want to piss off their new boss it's uh i don't know too we bad the real new boss isn't willing to fucking <laughs> deal with them yeah well, i mean yeah. not that yeah you got to be it, it, there's stuff we would love to have happen. There's stuff that, it, like, we have to have real rules, and we can't just have our fantasy world play out. But damn, a lot of these people, there's plenty of evidence to take them down, and there's just not enough going on. Well, you and for three three years, I've been hearing, "Don't worry, it's it's going to happen." Yeah, I know, and that's why, like, I mean, guys, like, if you are kind of kind of feeling down about all of this stuff. Like you really just gotta keep the faith. I mean, it's what what's the point in, in in giving up on it? I mean, don't get your hopes too damn high. But uh, I'm telling you, I've been saying for years. I think Comey's going to fucking prison, and when it happens, I will get none of the fucking credit, and every other asshole who people actually listen to their podcast is gonna get all kinds of fucking like, oh yeah, I, I, I was always saying that. You know, I've been saying this shit for fucking like three years now. Um. Well, probably about two years. Because at first the Mueller report, uh, Spicky and I didn't even cover because I was like, this is fake and gay. And then it just became every gay. Um, and now I'm obsessed with it. So, listen, the news that you get matters on things that I care about and what I feel is important. And honestly, it's a pretty good metric to go by, quite frankly. Because uh, you you guys don't read the fucking news. You don't know what the hell he's fucking talking about. Uh, I, I don't know. I maintain that McCabe is fucked. Um... If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. You know, been wrong before. I was definitely wrong about uh, Attorney General Barr. I kick myself every day for that because I was worried. I was like, it is over for Trump because of Barr. And Barr, it turns out, is just an asshole for hire. And he is exactly the type of Attorney General that uh, Donald Trump needs. So, I don't know. Man, we are fucking way over. Uh, were you excited about any of this Twitter stuff? Do you want to cover this or do you want to run? 
Uh, I'm down. I'm I'm gonna be here all night. So if you want to keep going, I'm down. Yeah, fuck it. Let's do it. All right, we'll do the Twitter stuff. This is Right to Bryden, the number one ADL honeypot podcast. And here we are again with we're pushing a three-hour show. So feel free to go to that fucking Streamlabs over there and help me pay for the five hundred dollars I just dumped into this goddamn piece of shit podcast. You fucking, I hate y'all. Uh, Twitter is showing that it won't even try to distinguish hate speech from the efforts to oppose it. This f- comes from the Daily Coast. Uh, you remember that website, guys? You've got to be old if you remember the Daily Coast. You've got to be old because this started during the Bush years. And it was a piece of shit website then, and it's a piece of shit website now. You've got to be old if you remember this shit because it doesn't pop up in the news now. But it used to be a mainstay of folks like Bill O'Reilly yelling about him. So this is, this is some ridiculous fucking... Uh, I'm, I'm going to read the first part of it because uh, it's, it's just so goddamn long uh, and boring and it really doesn't matter. Having reached day four and counting in my suspension from Twitter for posting the image of a clan hooded stars uh, from the cover of my book, Alt America, I can at least report one development. Yes, my life has gotten materially better without it. Great, so fuck off and never come back to Twitter again, scumbag. Uh, it's true that I very much missed the stream of news on my feed provided. One, I had tried to tailor to my peculiar peculiar needs as a journalist covering the radical right. Oh, this guy has so much hentai on his fucking timeline. So much. You just know it. Also, I will admit, I have not fucking read this article. I sent it to Brosif. I don't know if he fucking read it, but I didn't read this gay shit. Uh, I skimmed over it. Yeah, I mean, it was it's an opinion piece, so it's fucking garbage. Uh, it's long as shit. <laughs> yeah, it is just long. I certainly miss the instant communication I have had with my colleagues. You don't have their phone numbers? Like, they don't, they don't give you their phone numbers? <laughs> None of that is easy to replace. But the lowest stress level of being on Twitter and allowing myself to just suck as many dicks as I can. Oh, wow, no, that's, that's not what that said. I just assumed. Uh, <laughs> dealing with adversarial conversations, contending to the ugliness that erupts whenever trolls come rolling around is one of those things like regular uh, driving during rush hour you most appreciate when you stop doing it. So it goes on, and I'll bet this guy stopped doing it a long time ago. Um, so this guy, he, he posted a photo of his uh, book called Alt America, The Rise of the Radical Right and the Age of Trump. Let me just tell you, if you're going to fucking write a book, there's no reason that the book title should be that long. That's entirely too long. Also, I wouldn't look into the last name Newart. I'm sure it doesn't mean anything. Um, so he gets suspended, is what it seems like. And then Twitter's like, we don't allow hateful symbols or anything like that. Because he did have a clan hood on there. So then he goes to the Daily Coast and writes this big, oh my God, you can tell the guy hasn't been on Twitter because he just writes and 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 writes. The larger point, however, is that none of this has to do with free speech or our rights, at least not in a way the contrarian grifters like Poole and Herzog seem to think it has. Does he mean Tim Poole? Is my man fucking bashing Tim Pool? Oh, you're lucky you're not on Twitter, bitch. That's incredible. Um, 
yeah, like I said, I'm not fucking reading all this gay shit, but I, what a, what a crybaby. He also like, he commented underneath it with, uh, uh, it's, I think it's supposed to be a link, but it just says tip jar. <laughs> like, I mean, I think it's wrong that he got suspended from Twitter for that. I, and I do think that Twitter's wrong, I guess, in their, uh, uh, terms of service or whatever. But this guy gets to go and write an article for the Daily Coast. I just happened to get mine back by, you know, appealing the suspension, which I was clearly reported by a botnet by one of the fucking three little jerk offs that listen to this podcast that like you you guys are weird. You know that, right? Like you're weird. I know who you are and you're weird. Like it's just weird. Um and like once you get caught with your botnet, you're gonna get suspended, dummy. Like, I mean, you're just you're stupid. But I think it's wrong that he was suspended, you know, and obviously he wasn't even posting hate symbols. This is the cover to his book. Now, I don't like that he uh, apparently hates America and thinks that everybody who supports Donald Trump is a Klansman. Uh, but I actually do believe in free speech. And I know it's not popular, but I am a free speech absolutist. Uh, I know that the dissident right doesn't like that. And they're like, well, what do people talk about communism? And I'm like, well, tell them it's dumb. Like, I don't know. You should be able to talk about shit. I don't like burning books. I don't like limiting people's speech. Because uh, it's like, I don't know. If you're so dumb that you can't just humiliate somebody who disagrees with you, then you're doing it wrong, dude. Like, it's like mockery is the only way to win in this type of thing. To mock them. They do a bad job of mocking us. So just mock them. Mock them. Make fun of them. They cannot stand criticism anyway. Make fun of people. Also, sometimes when you make fun of people, you end up making a friend. All right? I, you know, that's Mike Cannon. Great guy. Totally disagree with all of his politics. He's absolutely fucking stupid. But, nice person. And he looks like a girl. And he needs to cut his fucking hair. But I don't like this guy getting banned from Twitter. But uh, my point is, I'm sorry, I'm going off because I'm drunk. I'm getting way off of fucking base here. He got to go and complain to the Daily Coast. I'm sure he's going to get his account back. And I'm sure they probably just asked him to delete the tweet. Uh, which I don't think he should have to do. I mean, it's clearly he's promoting a book. He just has some stupid imagery on there. But guess what? You got owned. You got owned because people saw that and reported it. Because of Twitter's own retarded fucking terms of service. So, why don't you do... I, I, like, he's trying, I guess, in his own way to speak out against Twitter's terms of service. But he's just doing it in a way that's just going to benefit him. Why don't you just come down to just... You should be able to post clan hoods. Like, I wouldn't post them. You know, I, I and I am a Huffington Post featured racist. I wouldn't fucking post them. I got no reason to. I, 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 just, I just don't... I just don't get, like... The, he gets to go and whine on a, I guess, national publication. It's a blog. You're a blogger. Fuck you, David Newart. Again, wouldn't look into that last name. I'm sure it means nothing. Uh, most people don't get to do that. They just get their shit banned for no good reason. Like, why was Carlton Autism banned? He's a joker. But there's been a big directed attack towards Twitter yet again, because I guess they're just bored about... Hate on Twitter, hate speech, hate and this and that. And there are some people on there, you know, like the pedophiles. 
that I say, yeah, you should ban them. It's not good that they're coordinating things. But it's weird. That's swept under the rug for people saying the N-word. It makes you wonder. It makes you wonder about these people and where their priorities might lie. I don't know, Brosif. I just, I mean, I, I don't want this guy to get his Twitter back, you know, but I, I mean, I like that uh, he gets to experience what it's like for a lot of people to just get pointlessly banned. Yeah. One thing I noticed, though, interesting, uh, I wonder, he said he's on a, he has four days left or whatever, or he's on day four of his ban, which means, or suspension, like, which means this is it's his second suspension. I wonder what the first one was for. He's guy, child porn. Yeah, this guy's probably not like, and he's he's one of these guys who's you know advocates for deplatforming uh, far right people. Not a good guy. I don't really care much for uh, his rights or anything. Like, yeah, yeah uh, but I do. I mean, I do. Yeah, like, I, I, I he's a prick, but like he he deserves to be. As big of an idiot on the internet as anybody else does, all right? Like, I mean, I'd love to talk to him and be like, okay, retard, I'm actually fighting for the idea. Well, I don't think I'm fighting for anything. I just stick around on the internet. I am supporting your, you know, right to be a fucking idiot. Why don't you support my right to be a fucking idiot? Yeah, I, so I'm not, like, a, on the just dumb alt-right side of, like, Oh, free speech is gay, and get rid of it all, and all speech be monitored by the this by theocratic <laughs> this theocratic government or something. But um, I'm also not interested. We we have enough of our own battles to fight. I'm not gonna go to bat for some piece of crap like this. Uh, yeah, I don't mean he should. Yes, objectively, he shouldn't have been uh, suspended for promoting his book that has some gay art on the front. Yeah, um, it's not even but, good. Yeah. I, but he's just an idiot. I don't really care if he's not around. It it doesn't hurt anyone. So, ah. you know. Nah. See, I gotta go. I gotta take that principled approach to it. You know, I, it's. It, I I think it's just as bad. Like it's funnier, and I'll laugh at it. But like, nah. I don't think he should be banned from Twitter. And like, I, I think it's wrong that he was banned from Twitter. Uh, he. Yeah, I think he has a right to be on there, spreading as much of what I guess I'll just start calling it hate speech. You know, he, he's hateful towards me. He would hate me. He'd have terrible things to say about me that is hateful and filled with vitriol and venom. Um, but I think he should be able to spew all of that nonsense towards me and people like me. Because uh, you know what I do? I just block your dumbass because I don't care because I'm an adult. And I don't know why people don't realize that the block button exists, but it does. Uh, I don't care who he spreads his nonsense to. A bunch of fucking assholes who are also going to hate me. Good. Be mad, bitch. I don't care. Stay mad. Hose mad. I don't care. Like, I, this I would guy love comes it. under the net of things that I care about as far as, like, I, 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 I disagree with him completely. But he gets to be involved in this, too, even though he would oppose me and probably oppose me even being on the platform. Sorry. I'm on his side on he shouldn't be allowed. Even his reasoning behind it uh is like because he would love to see me banned but i don't know it's kind of a it's, it's uh I, i'm not saying that i'm christ-like but uh you know love thy neighbor all right oh you're saying you're hebrew yeah just uh you know maybe i'll just uh turn the other cheek on this one uh and do what you know it's principled and right which is just let this fucking idiot get on twitter and just like 
spew his little heart out about how he's like paranoid over people that don't even care who he is. I would love it if um if if <clears throat> Twitter like uh it was more of a fair battleground and like uh the left was being banned as much as the right and they all came back with like Bojacks and we were the Groypers <laughs> and we just were constantly all getting banned together and we all have like less than five hundred followers and we're all just saying as whatever we want because we know we're gonna get banned. Just the N words. So it's just it's just N words and K words flying left and right. Um That'd be fun. Wait, what if Gab just like made a coordinated effort to come back to Twitter in mass? <laughs> it's just... It'd be it'd just be a raid, like the, the biggest army Twitter's ever seen. Oh man, the whole fucking the servers catch on fire. They're like beep, 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 beep. There's too many ends. I don't know what to do, Captain. I don't know what to do. There's too many ends. <laughs> if we got if we just got the letter N trending. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. <laughs> I'm into it. I, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm like, am I, am I too much of an old man at this point? Like, to, because I mean, this yes. guy hates me, you know. But like, I, I, I don't know. Maybe it's a little cucky, but uh, he should be able to fucking. He should be on there, because my my idea of free speech is saying the n word, and I won't rest until we can all openly say the n word. Once I what like once. Like Talib Kweli tells me, "Yo, you can say it." I'm 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 done with all of this shit. I don't I don't care. I've got what I wanted out of it. So I, I mean, wanna, this, you know, I want to I want to share a malt liquor with uh, Tariq Nasheed, and we both say it together. Oh yes, dude, Tariq Nasheed is fucking hilarious. That guy's a troll. He's I mean, anybody who's taking this guy seriously is really missing the point of the modern Andy Kaufman. Like the guy is incredible. Also. How's he so rich? That's what I want to know. You remember when he got swatted and there was like video of him coming out of his fucking ridiculously nice house? Yeah. He's like, he may as well come out wearing like two Rolexes and a silk robe. Like he just they, comes, they just, put on a pillow for him to get on his knees. He just comes out and like, like a transformer turns into a Lamborghini, you know, like, <laughs> Yeah, he is rich. I don't know how, but uh, you know, wash your, I don't know. Wash your ass was a pretty big hit. He um, he's he's more than hood rich now. There's another term for you know, end rich, but he he goes beyond that. Yeah, that's uh, also by the way. Just check the chat. Uh, you can't do that. <laughs> that's not you're not allowed to do that. So now you're making me take time out of this for the people that listen to it in their car to delete all of your stupid shit. And if you do it again, I know you didn't mean it in a malicious way, but if you do it again, I'm going to have to put you on a timeout. You can't spell out the N-word in the goddamn chat because YouTube is fucking bad. I mean, it's I appreciate it, and it's pretty funny, but you can't do that. And now YouTube knows I took the time out of my busy show to, to moderate, all right? And also, by the way, where are the fucking moderators tonight? That's that's ridiculous because they usually take care of that shit. Also, I don't disagree with you, by the way, about um just like you shouldn't get kicked off or anything like the free speech absolutist uh, stance. I, I used to be like an absolutist, but I, I really moved to just not caring about the other side. Like we get deplatformed so much like, yes, on principle, they shouldn't. But if they do, I, I'm not going to care. At yeah, this that's point. why I mean, that's why I said, like, I mean, it's funny. You know, it's it's funny when when it happens, but like, 
the fucking Krasenstein. Well, the Krasensteins actually went. Uh, they it wasn't a speech issue with them. They had a botnet. Um, like that's that's not you totally broke terms of service on that. But like just speech. No, sorry. You get to say it. You get to say whatever you want. And you get. And that's the thing too. Is like that's why I'm not even mad about like the shitty articles people write about me or whatever. It's like you can get to say all of the fucking incorrect things that you want um, until we open up those libel laws. In which case. There are some people out there that uh, I'm probably going to hit you because I'm a litigious motherfucker. Uh, but, nah, you know, as of right now, hey, whatever you can say, whatever you want about me and miscategorize me uh, all you want because you're wrong and I'm hilarious and uh, have fun, virgins. Uh, but this is an interesting one. This is old. This is kind of old. This is from March 7th and Spicky sent it to me. So we were talking about this, and I didn't know it. Kentucky, uh, this is from, yeah, March 7th. Kentucky approves bill to make doxing illegal after uh, Covington students' online backlash. Um, so what the, obviously, I mean, just to rehash, Nicholas, uh, Nicholas Sandman got uh, uh, just the shit torn out, out of him for no reason. Um, because, like, I mean, that was actually the last time that I, like, saw racism and was like, oh, shit, like, like that, that shit, racism is bad, you know? Um, and they were just racist towards this little Nicholas Sandman kid. Uh, people were, were, were terrible. They didn't care about the facts or anything like that. And it turns out the guy, kid was just totally in the right. Uh, and I hope he ends up a millionaire, which is great. A uh, little smug face of his. But, like, they were mad that he was smiling. Like that—that's—that's uh, that's worse than like sitting at the front of the bus, dude. Like, I mean, insane. They were mad that he was smiling. But uh, it looks like they were trying to do this thing. I uh, hopefully they're going to follow through on it, and maybe not even be the last day to do it. But making doxing anyone under the age of eighteen a crime, uh, it would be a misdemeanor to publish minors' personal information, such as home address or school they attend, and obviously to threaten them. That's a completely different thing. If somebody's threatening you online, that's that's a you should go to the cops every time if somebody go, threatens you on the internet you should tell the police about it because you don't know if they're schizophrenic i mean most of the time it's just garbage and it's stupid bullshit and you should block them but if you feel it's a credible threat go to the police just so that there's a record of it and they know hey especially like it's not hard to dox people so you can be like i know who this guy is uh you should just tell the police that's a that's a thing but doxing somebody under the age of 18 making it a crime i am totally on board with this and again i think this should apply to everyone you know like when you get right wingers doxing commies or whatever they're under the age of 18 yeah sorry you can't publish it because it would might i think it might bring a little bit of order to this weird little war where people think doxing each other matters or whatever right uh it would be nice if it was just illegal in general because i do think that it's a stupid practice uh, but it's also losing its weight. Like nobody gives a shit. Like it's, uh, and we're gonna get to the point in ten years where it's like, oh, you doxed me. Wow, what did you do? Use Google, you know. And, and that's what half of these retards use anyway. Like they're just like, oh, it turns out he got a Facebook account. Yeah, you should delete your Facebook, by the way, if you're trying to do edgy shit online. Uh, but you know, whatever. Or you could be like me and just fucking, you know, completely self dox and nobody gives a shit. And they just leave you alone, except for three people. You guys are weird. I like this idea, though. Because if you're... I mean, like, this Nicholas Sandman guy, no matter what happens, his whole story in life, as he tries to go to college, jobs, anything like that, is now going to be that the internet and CNN and, and MSNBC and, and all of this were just covering this guy 
for smiling. I'd like to see this happen nationwide. I mean, if we just start with it's illegal to dox children, you know how much of damper that would put on black Twitter? How often does that happen where you see it's like, oh, blow her up, but she go to this high school. She said the N word on Snapchat. And they try to like get her fucking suspended from school because it's just some idiot little girl. Happens fucking daily. It'd be nice if it was fucking illegal. Because it's like, listen, I mean, like, I'm a 31-year-old man. So, like, the things that I've said and done for probably the past, like, I don't know, year, I take responsibility for. Everything else, like, you know, I, I was young then. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, I mean, with these kids, just trying to fucking brandish kids who, like, say the N-word or whatever as racist, uh not a good look and it's it, it's it's it, well it's racism is what it is uh not them saying the n-word but just like trying to attack them for it because i've seen videos and i thought that they were funny of it was at a black school of uh this this girl going around saying what race would you not date and everybody was like white people well why is that not fucking racist why is that why are their lives not fucking ruined over it Personally, I agreed with them. I think that they should just, you know, everybody should just date their own race unless you're me around Asians or Latinas. Um, but now I got a white girlfriend and that's that, that's good because that's breeding. You know, that's that's good. But I, there is strange double standard that comes with that. It would put a damper on, on black Twitter so much. It just It just seems like a thing that, I guess like government hasn't caught up to technology in this yet that it's 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 the current year of 2019 and they're just now considering something like this because you got to think everybody who's a lawmaker is just fucking old and they're like I've got an AOL email address and they don't know what doxing is they don't care that's not what happened when there were milk trucks. So I'm hoping I'm hoping this takes off. And I honestly it seems like the type of sensible thing that will just get dual party support and 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 take off you know in the next 6 years or so. Uh hopefully sooner, but who knows. I don't know, bro. I think it's a pretty good law. Yeah, I support this law. I hope it takes off as well. Um Yeah, doxing is you you said it earlier. It's sort of lost the the impact it used to have where like Oh, I got you. Where I, you know, I got your name now, and then the person just deletes their account and disappears and never messes with you again. Um, now it's like, you know, if they're if they're on the left, they're like, yeah, I, I'm a socialist. So what? I don't, I can't get fired for that these days. And if you're on the right, it, it's losing its impact. More and more people like, eh, it sucks, but they probably are like a trucker or something who just shit posts on Twitter in their free time. They're not really going to get fired over that. It's not like CEOs have Groiper accounts that are, <laughs> you know, their lives are going to get ruined over this. Elon Musk has but, a Groiper account. I am 100% sure of it. Oh, I, yeah, definitely. But it can, you know, even though it is losing its impact, it can hurt younger kids and especially these minors. Like they, they get on Twitter, you know, they, they start on a 4chan, they get on Twitter. They're like, Oh, this is so funny. And then, uh, you know, they still have an open Instagram and Facebook account that right. is a link to their Twitter or something. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's, uh, and then they, they can get their lives 
not necessarily ruined. I mean, some can, but you know, it's maybe a college looks up your name before when you apply or, you know, they, later on in life, you uh, try to do an internship for a campaign or something. And they're like, yeah, we're not going to get involved with that. Uh, just inconveniences that minors don't need to deal with. Yeah. Um, you know, they let them, let them learn their lesson, go on and realize, okay, maybe I shouldn't be dealing with, you know, with this type of community as a teenager. Right. Yeah. I mean, it, I mean, it makes sense. And I mean, for the ones that are all about it, like, hell yeah, that's great. You know, I'm into it, but I mean, I tell people all the time, I don't, don't self docs. Don't fucking like, there's no, there's no point in it. I mean, like I, I'm a goddamn comic dude. And like, I was never going to do anything impressive anyway. So it's like, it never mattered with me. Like this is, I'm doing better than ever. Uh, I, yay you know but like i'm never gonna run my own company i'm never gonna fucking sell trains or anything like that you know it's whatever it doesn't really matter um but a lot of these kids you know they, I mean, they got quite a lot to lose and it's usually a you know it's adults going after them like it's people my age going after them and it's like what are you what are you doing that's like just i it's weird how people don't just ignore each other I, it's 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 very odd, and the reason is I think is probably people don't really have much fulfillment in their lives, uh, so they just think that this is like oh, like oh I don't have a very good job and I don't have a very good life and I'm fucking single and like oh, it's you know so I need to fight this fucking cosmic war against a teenager, is is bizarre, the amount of losers that are involved in dissonant politics is impressive. Um, cause most people don't care. They're too busy. They're like, I just want to come home from my job, missionary position, sex with my wife, drink a six pack and hope my 16 year old son doesn't hate me that day. That's just normal human behavior. And then you get these dissonant left and right individuals that I just, I, <laughs> it's awesome, dude. But like, don't go after kids, you know, you go after adults and whatever. And like, you're still a weirdo for doing that. Uh, but it's like you see, like journalists, they get paid to do it. Like, oh, we're gonna say fuck Nicholas Sandman. And then they were wrong, and then they didn't even apologize either, and they just moved about their day after just wrecking this kid's name. Uh, I, it's that. I mean, I, hell, we're having that problem right now with that uh, guy who supposedly posted that Pelosi video. You know, uh. I don't I don't think government was prepared for the internet is what it was and they claim to be working with tech companies but it's not in any good way yeah all right I don't know I'm gonna play this fucking uh uh oh uh, no we're already at fucking almost there hold on I'm gonna I'm still gonna play this OJ shit and then we'll just do three minutes on OJ but well, this is yours truly now coming soon to twitter you'll get to read all my thoughts and opinions on just about everything now there's a lot of fake oj accounts out there so this one at the real oj 32 is the only official one so this should be a lot of fun i got a little getting even to do so god bless take care and that video broke the entire fucking internet uh i don't know if this is real i said immediately this is either real or this is a cameo prank cameo being the website where you can go and get washed up celebrities to 
say things. Uh, some people that raided my stream like eight months ago or whatever, <laughs> telling me that I need to talk about the Jews as if that's a thing I don't talk about over here. Uh, did a great prank where they had like Brett Favre say something about uh, the USS Liberty and like shit like that. It was very funny. It made the news. So hats off to those guys because that shit was funny. It was also funny when they raided my stream because uh, I was very confused about what was going on. It was weird. Uh, I was like, what? People are watching this for some reason. But uh, this has got to be either a cameo prank of which like OJ would have to know is like, okay, there's a, there's a prank happening and I don't care because I've gotten away with murder. So what's the point, <laughs> you know, like, uh, or this might be, I mean, it's not verified yet, but like, this is brilliant. It's got 316,000 fucking followers. I'm following that account. So before we wrap up here, do you think this is the real fucking juice account or is it a, is it a scam? Uh, I think it's, I'm leaning towards fake, but, uh, I would love for this to be real just to see OJ just going off on Twitter. That would be amazing. I, uh, I feel like the amount of attention it's attracted this fast, though, I feel like Twitter would have reached out to OJ to verify the account by now. Maybe they're not that quick on it, but, um, I mean, that's a lot of followers, too. It literally, it gained, like, 20,000 followers since I followed it, like, was three made, hours ago. Yeah, the account was made yesterday. Like, uh, I think it was yesterday. But, uh, yeah, no, the first tweet, the pinned tweet, 22 hours ago. So, yeah, it was made fucking yesterday. But the thing is, if they don't ban OJ, they ban George Zimmerman. So, what's up? It would be an interesting one. Yeah, especially what he was saying in the video. Like, I do <laughs> want to hear I want to hear OJ's uh, you know, uncensored takes on things. That'd be awesome. Well, the thing is the way he's smiling too. It's like this could just be a cameo thing, and like he had to know what it is and is just thinking like this is fucking hilarious. <laughs> like it's it's got I I really am leaning towards it not being real, but it. I, I mean, I don't know. It, it caused the fucking internet to explode. It, it Like, CNN was writing about it. Like, it just made the news. Because I want it to be a prank. I want it to be real. But I also want it to be a prank because what an amazing fucking prank. Like, that That would just be, I want to meet the guy who did this. And it'd be like, you're the coolest. Like, 46 of my followers are following this now. Uh, it's, it's, it's incredible. I don't know. I'll bet it's a prank. I'll bet that's all we ever get from this. It's, it's very good, though. Very funny. Yeah. It will be great, though, like, uh, like if I did do it, a thread. Yeah. <laughs> just like, well, he just writes a new book, if I did make a Twitter account. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I don't know. I'll bet it's a prank. I mean, it's just a hell of a good one. I, one of these days, I'm going to pull off an astounding prank. Oh, my God. It says, see one new tweet. He just posted a new thing. You know, for oh, really? I am. Uh, yeah, hold on. Go to his page right now, because he. Okay, so Brosif can't hear this. I'm gonna play this video. Right, he just posted it. He just. But it's another video of him. Okay, here we go. You know, for years people have been able to say whatever they want to say about me, with no accountability. But now I get to challenge a lot of that BS and set the record straight. More importantly, I'll be able to. Load! Oh my god! To talk about everything.
especially sports fantasy football, and even politics. But for now, let me just say to my fellow fathers out there, happy Father's Day. And God bless. It's OJ, baby! It's the juice! Damn! This All right. is real! Breaking news. Breaking news on right to Bryden. and we just broke it one minute after it came out. This is real! <laughs> it's fucking him! Oh my god! Okay, how are they going to handle this? Because they banned George Zimmerman. Oh, oh my god! Right. This just became something real. <laughs> yeah, this is him! I was watching the page and it was like one new tweet. And this, no, this is fucking him. Oh my god, dude! No, I mean they got they got to ban him. They banned fucking Zimmerman. This is gonna be. Uh, this is a. Uh, uh, because uh, Zimmerman was fucking acquitted as well. Oh boy. Wow, that's fucking something else. I I don't think we can top that. What do you got to say yeah. about that? And then we'll just fucking close it out. Uh, that that's incredible. Uh- yeah, I mean that's that's pretty crazy. Um, I do wonder. Yeah, first I wonder what they're what Twitter's gonna do about it because you know him being a murderer, <laughs> like yeah. a high profile one. But then also, um, fucking, I'd love to see his takes on politics, I, especially <laughs> especially now he's like an old black guy with like nothing to lose. Like, I I want to see uh, OJ uncensored. That's what I want to see from this account. Oh my god, dude. Do you think there's going to be an OJ Simpson podcast? That would be it. I want to see him go on Rogan. That would be fun. Yes. <laughs> he, he shows up to Rogan in the Bronco. <laughs> <laughs> he, he takes some photos with it. He's like, yeah, yeah, here, here's the gun. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. So, I mean, that's it. We can't top that. That's uh, it was funny. Three minutes. Three minutes. My man's got 589 retweets, 1.9 thousand likes, 352 comments. This is uh, incredible, dude. It's incredible. And I like that like a lot of the dissident right is going to be mad about this. The only thing I'm mad about is uh, why did they ban that Hispanic guy, Zimmerman? And I wonder if they're going to ban OJ. But this is uh, – that's something else. All right, give the brap another plug, and then we'll uh, play the outro music. Uh, yeah, check out Daily Brap on YouTube, uh, and then follow me on Twitter at Irony Brosif. That's right. about it. Cool. All right. Thanks for uh, uh, fucking doing the co-host. Did you have fun? Oh, yeah. It was a great time. All right. Cool. All right. We're going to play. Thanks uh, for having me on. Hell, yeah. We'll do it again. Uh, I'm going to have uh, – we're going to do Negative XP uh, as the outro music because I still don't have any confirmed outro music yet, but I'm talking to a guy who's a very talented fellow. And uh, we might have some real outro music here soon, but uh, let's do this. I'm walking around with my head hogs down. I'm looking all around. There's something I saw. There's a body to see. That something's wrong.